Jack's RPG Podcast. I'm in Max, 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 Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Welcome to Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. My name is Gina. Well, I'm not seeing Smoothest anything, but okay. I'm transition every, anywhere. There's a delay. There is a delay. <laughs> There's we, a delay. We, Dave, who are you? Dave, I'm Dave! I put the duh. I got distracted delay. by Stork. I did. Yeah. I do. See? I'm distracting. See? I know. I know. They I put the duh in delay. We're professionals. We're missing Stu. We're missing our yeah. our, our, our our spirit animal. Yeah. Well, Stu and Kim. Stu says who he is. Yeah. yeah nobody. Knows. It's right there. It's just right here. Storm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the podcast. <laughs> Hold it. It really says okay. this. It does. Where you're? Where yeah. you're no, are you gonna just ignore me? Oh, I'm. Yeah. I'm. Hi, I'm here for Tim's soul. Oh. <laughs> that was unexpected. <laughs> that was unexpected. You wanted the best, and you've got it. The hottest band in the land. Proby Tim. That didn't work. One it was step no. beyond. It was supposed to be a kiss thing. You know, yeah. kiss the beginning. Yeah, no, that was good. Did you lick yeah. your finger? No, 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 I didn't. Okay, next yeah. time do that because it goes in easy. Okay. It wasn't a wet willy. It was no. just a willy. It was just a willy. Yeah. <laughs> good job, guys. I like your uh, angry face. And then the angry face fails when the finger comes in. <laughs> <laughs> it was and very good. And this show. <laughs> Uh, James writes in about two GMs two sharing. Two GMs. Thank you, Dave. One two cup. Two GMs, no. one... No. I'm glad I can no. no. Two GMs, one die. Uh, that you? Oh, oh no. no. Two GMs, one world? Share one world. Mm. Not one cup. And not any other sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, ben from Texas sends a defense of GM PCs. James from Ottawa sends a tale of betrayal. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. And Kylie uh, sends a too long story about gaming table discomfort, uh, maybe a horror story. Yeah, we'll have yeah, to see. Table discomfort. I, often. I'm excited to see what kind of discomfort. I know. Yeah, we had a lot of double entendres, and we're only in the first two and a half minutes. So <laughs> two and a half go. minutes. That's longer than we usually so if go. You want to send <laughs> an email? Uh, send it to happyjacksrpg at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Happyjacksrpg at gmail dot com. We're also on the social medias. That's right. Tim's got that. Oh, I've got that. I've got that. Uh, if you want to reach us on Twitter, it's happyjacksrpg. If you'd like to reach us on Instagram, it is also happyjacksrpg. All one, one word. word. All one word. You'd if you'd like to find us on Facebook, it's probably Happy Jacks RPG, but you can search for Happy Jacks RPG. Yeah. And if you'd like to watch the live show, you can find out how at happyjacks.org slash live, or happyjacks.org slash twitch, or happyjacks.org slash YouTube. And if you'd like to meet us on social media, <laughs> socialist media, you can go to oneping.org. That would be an amazing Oh my god Why do you break that out when you're on the internet live Damn it Now I can't register it in time Someone else will have done it No because you could do one thing only Oops It's just an endless refresh loop Oneping.org Social Socialoneping.org It's socialist media Yeah, Maybe we can do that while we're casting Because that would be awesome that Socialist be- media. There you go. Oh my goodness. goodness! Let you know how how slick this was. I know this was smooth as butter. Yeah. 
Whenever you throw me in here, it's never smooth. super awesome. I'm like sandpaper. So we're going to talk a little bit about, because we had a con this we last weekend. Con. That's right. Uh, so, and we also had uh, we had at least one game uh, at the Jack's AP being played. So does anybody want to talk? Oh, Tim? yeah. Yeah. Tim, want to talk about your con game? What did you play this week? Um, uh, what did you play? The, um, just the con. I it's ran just. just. It's not just. just. Well, I mean, just as in, I only went to con. I didn't play any other games like that, during the week. How many games did you play at con? One. Okay. And I ran one. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, that's so keep talking. Um, yeah. I ran my uh, armor game, which is my take on Agents of Shield, uh, which is run in um, Swords and Wizardry. What's armor stand for? The Agency for Response and Management of Obscure Resources. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. And then I played armor. in. Armour, <laughs> armour. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> the bard version where they're just it's amore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. That's that's, <laughs> when it's that's when amore. That's, yeah, that's, that's keep up, keep up. Yeah. <laughs> that's the French chapter. <laughs> amore. It's all full of Dean Martin. Flying Jackalope was there. Yeah. Flying Jackalope was there. What for my game? Yeah, he just said I was there. He played oh, in this, nice. apparently. Oh, awesome! Yay! Yay and, for you! And, and I saw the the. But by the way, for those of you watching, you should also go check out. There was a little mini, um, a little mini podcast. But uh, I heard you talking a bit about it. That how did you yeah. now? And now that you've decompressed, how do you think it went? And you got any feedback for um, yourself? Okay, so I, I, I think it went pretty well. Um, I woke up in the morning and I was not feeling it at all. Like I was yeah. like, oh right. man, I got it. I got to go to con. I, I'm going to run this game. I don't want to. I registered the game late. I had no pre-registrations. And I was thinking, I was, I was thinking, I hope no one shows up for it because then I could just go sit in a corner or hit the dealer's room or something like that. Kick a rock. Kick a rock, you know, yeah. go eat. That's or all you can do because the bar doesn't open. Although they started opening it earlier, but still, <laughs> there was no bar. It's still like three, man. I know. It's not right now. Even people that don't go to this con know what time the bar I opens. Right. right. Yeah. But but I had I had three people show up, and I think it went really well. I made a classic GM blunder in that. I had you got involved in land war in Asia. I totally did. <laughs> Never <laughs> again. And also, I I only had I had a clue that they had to get, and it was in one spot. Oh. And they didn't do that. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't go to that spot. They didn't go to that spot. So I pulled a classic Happy Jacks, and I said, "Wow, I've been drinking water all day. So let's take a real quick bio break." And sat in the bathroom for a couple minutes, going, "What the fuck do I do now? Holy hell!" Um, I, I, I applaud that, sir. Thank I you. applaud that. Thank you, thank you. But I got it figured out. Uh, it messed up the timing a little bit in that at noon we got to a point where if where they got the clue and if we would have continued, it would have gone to like 130 or 145. Yeah. So I said, oh. hey, we can continue. Awesome. Um, but it'll go until about this time. Or we can end it here. You guys have successfully actually gotten to the uh, the, the achievement they were supposed to do. They were supposed to transfer some materials to a research center, and they did that. Yes. Said, or we can end here, and you guys won. You won. Or we can you know finish out this bit, and they they opted to um, end it there because they had a game of two. Right. And that's seriously. I mean, that's awesome. You gave them that option because that's the thing. It's I was in a game, and the guy didn't even care. He just started running along, and it's like it's my, you know. And you were right. like, I got other. Things. I yeah, feel terrible yeah. if my game goes like ten minutes. I agree. Over. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, yeah. because you've only got an hour between them, yeah. and, and it takes an new hour to wait in line. New is solid. You started at nine, right? Nine, yeah. nine, ten. 
we yeah, went from no, nine to three 12. hours is awesome. Yeah. And even yeah. ending a little early, I think, is 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 yep. good because it's an intense yeah. three and a half four yeah. hours that you're giving these people, and and it's like even if you end it at a half an hour twenty minutes, too, it's like here we're done, and they're like, yeah. oh, and I think everybody's relieved. They can yeah. pee, they can eat, yeah. they can call, mm-hmm. they can all of that stuff. I think yeah. it's really important more than almost anything else. Yeah. If you have to, once they get the MacGuffin, all right, and you guys find you make your way back out of the dungeon, you go to the town, you guys are all heroes. You right there, you, you go, and your goal just awesome. done, yeah. right? Yeah. But I, I think it went really, really well. Um, the players all seemed to love it. One of them came to the good feedback. came to the podcast, gave really good feedback. That's great. And I was I was real happy with yeah. it. Yeah, cool. I mean, it sounds like you may have made new fans of the show. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Of How mm-hmm. you represented it. Well, I think the, no, the, the 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 one guy and I can't remember their names, and I didn't write through my notes here. No, but Frank, I think, was one of them. Frank, I think, and Frank was the one. He is he he is a listener already. Yeah, yeah, he was a listener already. Oh, so you didn't ruin the reputation. You just made yeah, yeah, yeah. I just made. Oh, okay. Well, that's still that we know. He managed to prop up the bridge just long enough. (laughs) That's right. Get the car. Listen, at my age, maintaining anything that long is actually a really good thing. Two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Right there with you. Right, I right, think. yeah. But if you go over four hours, you right. should call the, you call the doctor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Always end on time. I'm, call, I'm taking pictures and calling all my friends. That's what I'm doing. Wow. And Don't then call I, me. Oh, Don't that, explains, call me. that explains that text. Yeah. All right, yeah, good. Yeah. I just thought I it was a Redwood. In, and then I played in, shut up, I'm talking now. Yeah. <laughs> and then I played in Dave Kazay's um, competitive cool truck. Stop that. I'm taking this apart. <laughs> Uh, but now you've let the whole world I know. know. You're great. Now <laughs> never it's <laughs> romance and action now. Never. So if you're listening to this podcast, on the front page no, 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 I know, I know. Just so check then, back in to the video. So you know what's going to happen? I'll, I'll show him. And then I, I went. <laughs> but then I played in David Kay's um, because Rob can't keep his competitive hands off rule truck game. Yeah. Okay, is a, that sounds like oh, the yeah. best idea ever. It, it was. So it was very fun. It. He was playtesting it, so there were some. A few little like right, uh, it, it was. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that one of his extension goals for his Kickstarter? Yeah, for, yeah. yeah. Yep. Bedlam Hall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bedlam Hall. And and we got to play test it. It was crazy fun, and um, it's really fast paced. I don't want to go into a lot of detail because it's you know play test and not a you could, out and yet, you can look it up on this Kickstarter yeah. thing. I think he has a little summary of a little paragraph. It's pretty cool. But basically, you're you're people working in a food truck in Middle Earth. Yeah, it's great. A food card. A food card. A, a food card, yeah. And um, you try to get more tips than the other trucks while Should simultaneously. Be a truck full of orcs? Like no, no, no. Uh, no. There was, so there was, awesome. tru- there was three yeah. trucks. There was, there was, um, yeah. Uh, it was me I and, still and say that our truck name was the best truck name been in that game so far. What, what was, was your, your truck, truck name? Frizengard? <laughs> <laughs> we were, right? Yeah. We were the Rohirrim Rotisserie. Oh, see that's cute. And it was it was uh, it was it was me and Kimmy. You and have a big giant ore thing that you cranked up on top of the truck when you parked. It was, it was started me. belching black smoke everywhere. It was me and Kimmy and uh, Jim Sandoval and a guy who I don't remember his name. A horrible with name. Well, yeah, I was going to say. And we were a thief and an elf and a barbarian and a dwarf. And then there was a truck of all orcs, and we just beat the crap out of each other the whole time. While this third truck, which had four people that I don't know what they were, just sat over there quiet and like just did their thing and then won the game. 
Because we were just sitting here. Oh, so wait. So so yeah. it's a good economic policy to stay out of war. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Just to be quiet, mind your own business. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> yeah. Except so, for the Great Depression. Tell, tell me, though, that Frizengard at least like used barbecue like with, with all the trees. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, well, that yeah. was the whole thing. It was smoked. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was all smoked. <laughs> yeah. Take well, them it was, down. Take like, them all down. I, what was our motto? Our motto was uh, open all night and it's always night. <laughs> <laughs> You, I think <laughs> you have a lot to say about this one, didn't you? You were oh, driving so force. It's, it's, oh, it was so it good. is really, really fun. Yeah. Um, it was me and Bill and Kurt, Hannah. Oh my God! And you guys lost. Kevin, we did lose, but only because we were just playing to have a hilarious That's, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Frizing. And uh, well, and then like Bill typed up on his iPad like a whole menu board. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, yo, it was I'm so surprised great. he didn't buy like a wider race and just roll it out like. Well, and then uh, um, it was everybody was an orc in the truck except for me. I was the halfling that worked the window. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah, cause because you actually know how because, to do math. No, because the truck was like too scary at first, and they weren't getting any customers. So they're like, "We just got this guy. He's like our mascot. We were gonna cook <laughs> him, cute. but we can use him to like you know. <laughs> That's right. He's only an appetizer. Yeah, but but it's a really fun game. I mean, it's a it really, really 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 fun yeah. game. Um, he's like I said, he's still working yeah. out some minor rule tweaks, mm-hmm. uh, but it was it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed. And it was it. a great, almost GMless style party game. Yeah, like pretty well, much the GM just hands out cards and then at the end says, like kind of "Okay, this truck ran into this one and shit happened and everything yeah. went bad. You ready for your next you know order?" So, so awesome. So at one point, I knew we were losing, and I was like, "I have a desperate plan." So like I'm like I'm gonna jump out of the truck and pull this giant shovel off the back. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, I just start digging a hole. <laughs> right? And he's like, okay. Okay, what's and going like, on here? Like three times around, he's like, what are you doing? I'm still fucking digging the hole. <laughs> and then <laughs> eventually he's like, okay, man, you got to tell me why are you digging the hole. I can and totally I see like, Dave because he's Yeah, because he wants to know. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing, yeah, man? Yeah. And, he's, and he's a control and freak. I go, and I go, <laughs> well, I'm trying to dig this hole as greedily as I can. And he's like, I got this. And apparently, in the prior game that I had no knowledge of, at one point, one of the trucks summoned the Balrog. And that's what I was trying to do. Yeah. But, but in that previous game, the Balrog showed up and he decided to make the Balrog kosher. So, <laughs> so the Balrog showed up and was like all. Su- and well, it showed up for me and was super pissed at this other guy in the other truck because he had been in that previous game. Because they didn't give him a kosher meal. <laughs> and he's like, the first thing Dave does is leap up on a chair and goes, That wasn't kosher! <laughs> <laughs> it was good. What do you do with a summon Balrog? Was that just for advertising? Well, no, my idea, what, my idea was to have him show up and run the barbecue oh, pit right, outside. Of course, right, of course. Because right. he's got yeah. the fire. Yeah, he can, well, yeah. yeah. He just but because he was pissed at the other truck, he went like on this rampage and started beating up the other truck. That's and I was cool. like, also okay. That, that works. <laughs> on, a, on a different note, yeah. I heard that someone ran their first con game at this con. Oh, I did. Well, yes. Yay. Let's clear something up. All right. Kind of. It is not my first con game, or nor my no, first running con. No. Oh, she used to do that's, a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. the information we heard. Yeah. She was GMing con games before we were around. We were. Yeah. We we showed up after she like had already. We can quit. ask uh, Will Megan. Huggins. Uh-huh. Uh I'm trying to think if there was anybody else because it was early days. Happy Jacks. 
It was um, my first con game. I think yeah. it was the first time I met you, and it was you and Megan in Traveler. And I think you had yeah. just quit yeah. the year before, or the, the con before. No, we. That was probably the first con we ran at. That was the Radisson con. Yeah. You would. Oh, run I like that one. Yeah, that, yeah, that was. Yeah. I ran at my. No, nope, I ran at my third con, fourth con, and I had been running. Uh, although much different experience, but I've been running encounters for like. Six, seven and, months. And yeah. Megan won that traveler game. By the I way, Megan, yeah. if you're listening anymore, where are you? Come back. We miss you. <laughs> I apologize. No, I, that's the information I was It's funny because I've said it before, but it's like, I don't know. Because I haven't lately. I, I listened to you. It's, it's, been you. Like, it's been like nine yeah, years. Yeah, cognitive yeah, opportunity. Something. Oh, it's still <laughs> like seven years is like not running the game. I mean, and this, this, this <laughs> Happy Jacks has been <laughs> on <laughs> air for seven years. I think. You almost play tested my first. The Look, first she's, a, she's now she's not okay. Did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was your your Bebe was born because I posted on the Happy Jacks community looking for play oh. testers. But at any rate, how did it go? It had been a while. Yeah, so that was um, six years ago. They went really well. I uh, they were kids games. I actually ended up running a second game uh, that wasn't on the schedule because I had four kids. Um, but it's a it's a game that um, Hamish Cameron, who designed this sprawl, is working on a few other games, and one of them is this kids game called Dinosaur Princesses. That's nice. awesome. It is totally awesome, and it's an awesome name. And I had a bunch of adults sign up too because they just thought, you know, Dinosaur That's Princesses. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, he's never never actually never been able to run it for kids. He's run it at like some gaming cons and a designer con and stuff like that. But so it was fun to run for kids. Uh, it went really well. Uh, I definitely did because uh, they are still, it's not, it's, I guess, beta, but just really basic kind of Word document that I was running off of. So mm -hmm. kind of tweaked some stuff for me for the table. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, kind of based on uh, the behavior of the kids I had in the first game, the little girl I had in my first game in particular, who I'm guessing was about nine because I forgot to ask. Uh, but I had never played a role-playing game before. And you could tell, like, kind of shy initially yeah. sitting down. Um, but then became more and more confident. And obviously the adults that were playing with her, too, were super supportive. And it was just well, really... If they lead by example, they're like, oh, you, so we can do that? We it just was, say what we yeah. want to do? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. 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 No, know. it was so cool. Um, the second game I ran for four kids... Three boys, age eleven. Oh boy! A girl, wow. age eight. Oh boy! And I don't have kids. Yeah. But I was like, <laughs> Oh my god! I hope. How, how do people do this? How did she interact with the three boys? She ended up being a little quieter than I would have thought she was because she actually had a little one of her friends who was another eleven. It was like my fire and ice table. Yeah. I had two commando princesses. They didn't say they were, but they were. The one like immediately grabbed my camouflage dice. I'm like, they're not camouflage dice, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I had the two like quiet, contemplative little artists on the other end. Uh, but it was so much fun. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think it went really well. I had a blast. It was fun trying to. I thought about it afterwards because holy crap, I was spent. Yeah, like, isn't it exhausting? Oh my god, yeah, and it was. David and I do it together, and we leave, and we're like, oh my god. It, I swear to God, no, because even jamming uh, adult games, but this was like that whole working to find the balance between yeah. the the shy, quiet kids and making sure they were playing as much as they wanted because they don't necessarily yeah. want tons of spotlight if that's not their thing. 
Um, but then the really adventurous, uh, go getters, uh, engaged, <laughs> yeah. yeah, commando. Okay, so here's first. There was the commando dice, and then they get these little character sheets that have uh, kind of coloring book dinosaurs on them. What that I made? Yeah. Oh, there's Thunder. a thing. Oh. And I don't know what it was coming from. I'm looking know. at everybody. And what? I don't what? know. It's probably it just my stomach. It's Thunder. It's my stomach rumbling. Oh, oh yeah, okay. I'm hungry. There just you go. kidding. I just moved. But they're little blank dinosaurs, and then at some point, as they build their princesses, is it me? I'm not touching it. No, it's Carry on. No, no, no. I'm sorry to interrupt uh, you. No, yeah, I'm okay. trying to keep this solid. I was looking at David. Yeah. David's looking at me. No, that's okay. I was okay, looking around to see <laughs> if I could see somebody doing <laughs> something. We don't need to interrupt you. Jenna, you're in midstream. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, just my. Okay, so first camo dice. Then uh, they both wanted the T Rex. That mm -hmm. was my, my number two. Uh, oh, okay, I can see where this is going. So two T Rexes on the one. And then the one immediately starts drawing flamethrower hands on his T Rex. Like you do. <laughs> like yeah. you do. Yeah. And so I had a flamethrower. He was covered in fire. He breathes fire, eats fire, is fire. Uh, one of his, uh, one of his uh, prince strengths was deadly, which. Uh, actually never came up in the game. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, so, and this is a unique system in and of itself. Yeah. So it is. Um, and they get uh, they get dice to represent strengths for being a dinosaur and being a princess. And then each character gets to take the lead in solving a problem that is uh, has entered their community, which is via me. Um, so a dinosaur walked into their village. What do you do? Yeah. And it's your turn. Is that how that works? Okay. Yeah, no. It's like we, we create their dinosaurs, and then they kind of get to create their corner of the world, which I literally had them do on a map. Oh, that's cool. So they're put instead of a name tent, they're putting their name, and then they're drawing stuff that is important to their PC. So now they're drawing and busy yeah. working on their map. And then we draw the world. That's smart. So then we're... And I'm trying to let them know there can be anything they want in this world. Mm -hmm. if, this one, yeah. if they want Jurassic park the world we can make a jurassic park but we had a wizard living in a cave outside of town <laughs> a wizard living in a cave yeah. not a tower no yeah. no, 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 no. no wizards belong in caves uh, waterfall <laughs> outside of town and then this kid the one of the quiet dudes drew, uh, made a dice tower with his you know those fidget things oh mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he had a dice tower with the fidget thing spinning on top and i'm like you should totally that should be a thing that it should looks be a like wizard tower, yeah. so yeah. he draws on the map <laughs> this like hella tower like in our in our uh, little community that actually ended up being an integral part of the game where oh, that's awesome. stayed there yeah that's really awesome. smart you know what it kind of reminds so me of cool. that whole thing you've put together there it reminds me of the Tappy I Forgot My Character Sheets game. Oh, no. But remember how it just, they were just like throwing well, everything yeah, yeah, but, in. But, well, yeah, but, but when kids are doing it, yeah. it's no, no, no. cute and fun. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. And they, weren't <laughs> they probably weren't high. They weren't probably uh, eating mushrooms. And, and, yeah. I, and I also give you high marks because you were looking at what they were doing. You were being very aware and trying yeah. to integrate everything. Well, thank you. Because yeah. it was easy to involve kids who were super... Uh, engaged and we're like, I want, I want to do all the things, and I can picture doing all the things. But let me it tell you, it's, cool it's, it's more depressing with adults when they're when they're not engaged and you're trying to get oh. them going. And yeah. yeah, there's nothing worse. That's you suddenly feel it, like it, you have failed. That's kind of what I realized after the game. After I had time to think about it more, I'm like, it is no different. Other than uh, kids don't necessarily have. The social skills yet, where when you kind of try to say, you know what though, well, a lot of the grown-ups in these games well, do yeah. them either. No, it's true. Where <laughs> you go, hey, it's Nova's turn. Yeah. You know, let's let's let Nova tell us what what's going to happen in this step, and then we'll talk about how we're going to help her instead of like, you know, talking over. No, they were wrong. awesome. They were just 
the they were awesome Sounds kids. Sounds like a great starter game for you coming back into GMing too. Yeah, yeah. no, I got excited and I it, I want to run more. I would love to run more games for kids, but I would also like to just. So we we, we we can make a note of this, and we'll put the, the maybe the, yeah. the name of the show notes for the for the link to that game because yeah. it sounds really interesting, and it sounds yeah, like it's actually not available yet, but he's yeah, going to Kickstarter it? it at some okay. point. But okay, right. <coughs> and what's it but called yeah. again? Dinosaur princesses. Dinosaur princesses. All yeah. right, so yeah, look for that Kickstarter. Cl- uh, cleared that up right away mm-hmm. too because princesses can be any uh, gender. Sure. Uh, and we yeah. also no problem. Yeah. <laughs> like Tim. Uh, no problem saying dinosaur prints if we need it. It to. could be dinosaur snowflakes. Yeah, and I, I exactly. Heard, I heard that they're playing in Coachella this year too. Dinosaur princesses. Dinosaur princesses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna take the dinosaur oh. train. And I, and I played. Music on that song gets in your brain. Yeah, it does. You and your, damn, you and your one game. <laughs> you played five games. I played five games. Well, I was only there on Saturday. Crap. That's true. What was? You were there. Pony up. You you were there. I was there for the whole weekend. The, uh, like you, you're still there. I think right yeah. now, I'm still playing games. I know. I'm still. I'm waiting for next con. Yeah. But yeah, no, I played uh, GURPS uh, with Mook. Fantastic aliens yeah, but that's, game. You can't do that because you know him and you play game on the. It is, but I don't get to play with him anymore. Right. So, and he runs three games. So. Yeah, that's true. And then I played. Uh, um, oh, fantastic! It's like the third time I've played it. Uh, it's a game that is also going to be Kickstartered, is not available yet, but called Atlas Reckoning, uh, which is about. Cool title. It's like uh, Pacific Rimish. Oh, so cool. it's like oh, you're yeah. in giant maps yeah. 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 and you fight behemoths. Yeah. And then there's, um, for those of you who have played Night Witches, there's kind of this, you know, uh, combat time versus downtime. It's okay. a lot of fun. It's And cards, no dice. Hmm. Uh, okay. But completely brilliant card mechanics. That seems to be a subtle trend that's going on lately is all the card stuff as opposed to using cards as the randomizer instead of the dice. <laughs> You can buy collectible card decks. No, the it has GM to be decks. Oh, he, buy, he, he buys yeah. a lot of decks. Technically, it could be a GM-less Only game, yours. but we, we <laughs> said that we would have a hard time doing that with that game. So, What's the game that stood out in your memory the most? Um, I played Warhammer Fantasy RPG for the first time. I'm so jealous. I, I actually, you know what that. I asked? And I, I asked Kimmy to ask warp. you this, and you were, yeah. like, you were like over the moon about oh. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, at, the, at the at the podcast, I was like, I was giving notes to Kimmy, and she yeah. asked you which one, and it was Warhammer, and I was shocked, shocked, mind you, I, that yeah. you liked it so much. I love Warhammer so hard. Really? Yeah. No. Oh, it's I love uh, it. It's very popular. Uh, the setting is is rad. Yeah, it is. Well, can't you just yeah. port it to Savage Worlds and or Gerbs and run it there? Okay. Yes, you could. However, it's all fluff. Well, not entirely because. One of the defining characteristics of Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay is this awesome career system that they have. Mm. Where yeah. you start out as like a, a rat catcher and you graduate yeah. through different careers up to where you're like, you know, um, what's one of the real like high troll, end? Troll hunter. Troll hunter or something, yeah. yeah. Still and rat so, catcher, it's yeah. just a bigger rat. Uh, right, but, but that Fair. career system. It's like Everquest. That career system is built into the game and that's. It's almost, it's almost like Traveler. Traveler character creation. Oh, it totally it's like, was. It's like there that. were there yeah. were only three things that you picked on your character sheet. You could pick your um, your race, uh, male or female, and your name. Well, and you could pick your look. But like everything else got rolled for. Yeah. Yep. And once no, you what, what I meant was yeah. what I meant was that career system is an identity for yeah. Warhammer the same way that Traveler character creation is an identity for How Traveler. much role-playing is involved? Because Is that just in between oh. miniature games? In between... No, no. It's, it's a role-playing no, no, it's game. A role yeah. like it's, a, it's a separate... There's because it, there's the tabletop game. A, yeah. you've, got, you've, you've got... It's a percentile. So, like, Cthulhu there. You've got Warhammer... 
Fantasy Battles, mm -hmm. which is the miniature game, and that's just a skirmish game. Mm -hmm. And then you have Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, which is just a role-playing game in that same setting. And they use a percent old dice mechanic? Yeah. yeah. Like like you do in Cthulhu. Okay. Yeah. So well, it's like uh, uh, Dark Heresy, yeah, or, or, or the Traitor, yeah. or Rogue Traitor. Rogue Traitor, Traitor yeah. I want to oh, play. Okay. I want to play bo oh, any right. one so of that universe. That okay, it's those guys. All right, right. those are the forty k. This is the fantasy. But okay. I would say after after Saturday after Warhammer, I the both the games I got to play on Sunday, uh, I would have a hard time saying which one I liked better. It was Tales from the Loop. Um, which is like yeah, been yeah, yeah, dude, that was so really we're playing like a mini campaign where we pick it up at cons, um, but it's like Stranger Things, Goonies, ET. It's it's really cool. Um, yeah, it's so it's it. gorgeous book. And then uh, I have not been a huge supers player in the past, but we played Marvel Heroic, and it just like lit a fire. The under new one. My I ass. love playing superheroes. The new one. The, I love the, it. Old, well, the one you can't get anymore. The book from the eighties. I don't think it's from the eighties. It's the most recent one, but you oh, can't okay. get it. Yeah, yeah with that, with lots of cortex. Um, lots of uh, oh, cortex. Yeah. One. Okay. Back okay. in the day, we played a lot of like first edition champions and stuff. It was Until just so cool that we had these long running, and then we had some oh, homebrew games. Buddy, it was all so cool to play a superhero. Yeah, and I don't know if it was something about playing in an established like Marvel universe, but like there's so many different corners in that universe. Yeah, and I turned into like a 15 year old boy where I talked about that game and my character in that game like for three days. Where I was like, <laughs> oh my god, you guys, there was like. Uh, Jane Foster Thor, I and know. there was She-Hulk, and I was Kate Bishop, uh, Kate Bishop Hawkeye, and so I'm totally the mundane with all like <laughs> yeah. Vision and Thor. And, I, I tell you, there's something about playing superheroes. Well, yeah. I think it has to do with the fact that it takes place in your modern world. So yeah. there's cell phones, there's school, there's businesses, there's ability, you know, and it, it can even make it even more provincial, which is like it taking place in LA. You're on Hollywood Boulevard, so all of a sudden now yeah. you know where you are. Yeah, I mean, it, and then. You got all this super stuff on top of it, which is yeah. really cool because we all need, seen enough Marvel movies and we kind of know the tropes, and it's already it's already there. You don't even need any prep. You're like, yep. okay, I don't read comic books, but I actually know who the Vision is, and I know Asgard, and I know who Thor is now. I, yep. I got all of this. Yeah. I know this now. It's already in us. Well, and I liked that they were like the variants of the. So it's like yeah, Miles, uh, Spider Man, and Jane Foster Thor. Yeah. And mm -hmm. There's it's a, a the adventure, I guess, or the um, is. Fan created called Council of Four, um, and it's mm. pretty awesome. I'm Thor sure doesn't need a council. Council of Four. Oh, four. <laughs> I don't know why Council of Four, but it is, and I it's awesome. I, I actually, I actually four. came up with a lot of comic book ideas, sort of through kernels and stuff that may have happened in Champions, may or may not have happened. That's in Champions. awesome. And it was always unique to try to come up with a unique hero because back in the day there was always it's another hero, another villain, yeah, all yeah. this stuff, you know. Yeah. And, and instead of just being a Wolverine clone, what could you do to make it interesting? Or if you're going to be Silver Surfer, or if you're going to be a Cosmic Akira, what are you going to do? What makes it different? And that's what I always found to be really interesting, really fun, yeah. is coming up with that power set and coming up with that arc and coming up with that character. No, and I love the, how the character, I mean, once again, it's like supers mm -hmm. and, you know, supers bashing villains and stuff, but like it's all about the interplay between the characters too. So, yeah. Yep. I would totally be like that. I would be that guy that's like, you cock nobbler. <laughs> uh, Dave was referring to Tim, who left the audio on on his phone. What? Like a probie. Yeah, that's okay. Like, he's not in tech. He's not in IT. This he doesn't understand these yeah. things. 
Fuck it. Doesn't understand what mute means. Rob's so you're you're ruthless, but yeah. man. You're ruthless. Yeah, no. well, I mean not to make you angry. But, <laughs> but see, Sorry, this isn't angry. Not to make you angrier. <laughs> this <laughs> isn't angry though. Yeah. Yeah. That's really not. And he'll be going. Ow. That's, that's will I? That's yeah. English. Will I? Yeah. Oh, I don't that's know if English. I will. He is yeah. English. Did no, you guys totally have? The, I would totally make in the Marvel game. I'd be like the Watcher, just to annoy the just to annoy mm-hmm. the GM and be like. Yeah, you I know can't be the yeah. watcher. Yeah, the oracle. That's I like can't. no, yeah. you can't play a watcher. <laughs> I'll just come visit, like just walk <laughs> around behind everybody. See, the, like, the problem is, the problem is you can't. On. You can't name it the watcher. You got to come up with something else. All right, I'm the voyeur. All right, we're ending this game right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's this guy with a creepy, weird, giant baby head that just. <laughs> okay, all right. You need to make it. You need to make it more down to earth. All right, I'm the peeping tom. All right, we're done. <laughs> Hi, my really name's does. Tom. I peep. <laughs> Do you know who the power pack? Yes. Kilroy. Yeah, yeah. So we had the zombie power pack in our game. Cool. Yeah. No, it was like Jim I didn't Brigham, know who the power Jim pack Brigham, was. I think it was Louis Simonson originally wrote it. Oh, it was really good stuff. They're Sorry. little kids. No, Whoa. that's okay. Yeah, look yeah. at you. So, so nerd. We're thirty-five minutes in, and we still haven't gotten to the point what Dave played, and also yes. why Stu's not here. Yeah, Stu's not here because we're sitting here with patient zero. Yeah. Right. Monday. Yeah. Some of you may have watched our Rift game, which was fun. Had a lot of fun with it, yeah. but I apparently had just started to cough a little bit, and Stu has the immune system of a dead water buffalo, <laughs> so he caught it and is feeling shitty. He's actually quoted as saying he has the immune system of a 90-year-old AIDS patient. Yeah. Oh, that's that his quote. Old? That's his quote. Oh. 90. 90. It's actually pretty enough. good for an AIDS patient, I guess, but uh, <coughs> that's his well, quote. On when if you caught. don't like that quote, that's you right. can context Stu. That's, uh, uh, that's a long Stu at happyjacks.org. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or or ping only. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Direct all complaints to the one ping network. <laughs> <laughs> um, can't you yodel him on moose or something like that? <laughs> Ma- uh, mass Mastodon. That's right. That's, that's right. Yeah. So now, there's just so many good <laughs> social networks that we come up with. Socialist <laughs> networks. Yeah, but I like I like the idea of like a weird Swiss Canadian social network. It's like a yodeler and a moose. Hey, send me a maple leaf, eh? Some guy on a moose with the, one of those big flugel horns. Should <laughs> <laughs> be good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, so Dave, did your game what did you do at the con? Yeah. Uh, at the con, I showed up and I drank and I sat in the audience for the, the podcast. You played Gruel Track? I did not. No, he didn't. Oh, you he didn't? I thought you he did. played it before. I, no, played, I played, played Gruel Track at the previous oh, con. Well, you're alive. This con, all I did was show up to support the show. You did the drive-by. Yeah. 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 That's, that's all I did. And how was that for you? It's because his great. co-GM wasn't there. Really? It was like a... Was like a methadone visit. <laughs> like I stopped at the clinic just to get me through to September con. Yeah, which September con? That's, that's coming up now. Well, I'm not committing you to anything, Mister Schedule Conflicts. Uh, September should be okay. Well, should be September okay. Should be okay. Should, should be okay. So I think I you think you want to make the announcement. It's, well, it's fair to announce at this point that I don't think WWE the game is going to happen. No, we WWF. WWF. That's right. Yeah. It was before the tra- it was World Wildlife Federation. Right. No, but but long time ago, Dave and I announced we were going to do a WWF game because because that. it yeah. existed and we were convinced. And we looked at that, and it was just impossible for a con game. Because it's all about... This is coming from the guys that ran Top Secret. Yeah, it's all about doing your career, but like how you build up through different matches and grow and stuff. And we tried a couple different variations of, well, would this work? Would it? Could we just completely scrap the career thing and turn it into like a Saturday morning cartoon style thing? And, just, and it, it just wasn't possible. Yeah. Um, so instead, 
Well, then a friend of ours That's right, a friend directed of ours. you to the fact that this game existed. Yes. Uh, and then as soon as you mentioned it, I was like, fuck yes, we got to make this happen. Yes. And I went on eBay and I found a sealed from 1980 80. copy of, of oh. Dallas, oh. the role-playing <laughs> game. Yes. Now you get to roll to shoot Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Has yeah. anybody read the rules yet? Is it, yes. is it playable? Begun to read the rules. It is playable, <laughs> but absolutely not okay for our current social mindset. Ah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 You. Um, but we already bought hats. I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. You, you have to. Be, be oh yeah. Oh God. Jr. Ewing got hats. Already. Already got them. Oh. So awesome. If, yeah, if that amazing. fails, I think you guys need to run an apocalypse world rollerball. All right, because you guys both like the roller derby world. Well, uh, you, you do. I do. Yeah. He knows it, and, and, and I think I, was, I, I did roller derby for a little bit. And roller and rollerball would and play really ball. well into that. In fact, what would be really awesome <laughs> is that you just get involved in the rollerball world and you yeah. never actually play a game of rollerball. Yeah, I'm down. I like <laughs> so that idea. It's just a whole game about like people that go to watch a game. No, yeah. it's about people. It's like all the political all the, machinations yeah, yeah. And, the, and the sports buying and I the know, assassinations. That's right. Like, yeah, and then the manipulative girlfriends and the oh yeah. Well, there, yeah, it's like soccer. There was, or had to be something that was like there was X crawl, which came out oh. for a while back in the back in like the D and D three point D twenty boom, <laughs> and X crawl was a I? it was a competitive. Dungeon crawl game yeah. where the, the, the premise behind it is that dungeon crawls are public sporting events. And so you form into teams to go through these, through. try and crawl through these dungeons. Uh, that's kind of close to that's WWF. In, uh, I guess, it was like kind of. uh, 2013 Free RPG Day DCC had X Crawl in their free. Supplement. Oh, really? Holy yeah. shit, Gina. Yeah. You just pulled back a free RPG J from 2013. I don't remember what happened this morning. Well, it's because <laughs> the DCC free RPG Day things are rad and they got cool well, art. There is an Apocalypse World wrestling game. Yeah. That, is, uh, that exists. Actually, yeah. That could easily. Yeah, but it's not WWF and right, it's not it stupid yeah. or just, old. You know yeah. what? That does not like fit us. any of my criteria. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just grab like um <laughs> some LARP rules and run it as a LARP. Oh, wait, that already exists, the WWF. Sorry. Oh wow, that was a long setup for a fucking <laughs> stupid joke. <laughs> like most of my jokes are. I mean, no, some of them, one of them made me chuckle once. A long time ago. Sure. I think we, I think we right. need to go into this that, before this bromance goes sour. Band camp. At least you're still talking to each other. Do this oh. do first. Do the first oh. letter. Do this do first. Yeah. Do this do first letter. Do the first. Do, do, best. do the now, first. We go to today to read the first. Do the email. first. Hold on. Hold on. This do is best to do. <clears throat> so I have to cough loudly. Try and push yeah. the hair back as much as I can. I didn't bring oh the thing. Dude, why gotta be a dick? Well, clearly he has a shaved head and I do not. Just he doesn't know he's bald, I according to Rob. <laughs> Shh, I was going to say, the him. dead air is us mean-mugging Dave and being like, uh, I gobsmacked. No, I yeah, I'm going to gobsmack the shit out of you. I could have yeah. got my Mr. Clean outfit. At That's least he stopped wearing hats all the time. He does a good cowboy hat. Oh, me? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> great. <laughs> the featured email. Or topic. topic. Stop that. Eat a dick. <laughs> 
Jinx, neither one of you can talk until I say it's okay. Suck it. Nice! <laughs> yes! Suck it, Trebek! We put this train back on the rails. Uh, <laughs> right two where it GMs. Oh, oh, I, I gotta do that I'll better. I gotta do that better. Trebek. <coughs> All right. There you go. Here we go. Two GMs! <laughs> one world. <laughs> evening, Jackers. Earlier evening to you on the West Coast. I've been listening for something to c- close to four years now, coinciding with my latest gaming group. I went to have beers and presumably be looked over to make sure I wasn't an actual murder hobo with the person running the group. He said to his candidates, You will be expected to run games periodically. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's like an interview process yeah, well, to join right? a gaming group. That's awesome. Here are your job responsibilities <laughs> if you join this gaming group. Uh, uh, you will be required to list lift boxes over 25 pounds. Uh, I, with memories of candidates... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, with memories of a decade-old Call of Cthulhu game that I tried to run and failed spectacularly... Went home and started to look for new GM tips. To be fair, when I first ran Call of Cthulhu, I didn't know how I was supposed to run or end. I mean... It's that's not intuitive yeah, at all. I not mean, a you just don't know that easy now step into that. you do because it's. But when I ran it when it first came out, we were like, yeah, we're all going to play in the end of Dungeons and win, and we're like, no, the, what, but and there's this whole thing. We're like, how do you not? Yeah, had was, you read any Lovecraft before we, you started playing? We did, but we didn't realize that we weren't the heroes. We were, we weren't supposed to win that, even though it's in the game. It still didn't. It kind of went by us. There's that role playing yeah. idea of like we're gonna defeat evil. Yeah. Yeah. And call of the Right. But we yeah. were playing a lot of champions, so, so yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's that's a shift from champions to Cthulhu. Right. <laughs> I'm the strongest to Oh god, I oh can't Lord. Lift anything. <laughs> Is that an antagonistic game? Like a, where yeah. an antagonistic GM like would succeed? No. No. No, because the G- if the GM just assaulted you with bad stuff, you would just go insane and be yeah. done with the game. Like in I, th- I thought you were talking about champions, because that can be... Well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <clears throat> Between Happy Jacks and Fear the Boot, I found the sort of informal conversational advice I was looking for. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah sort yeah. of informal, sort of conversational, sort of advice. <laughs> all, of the, all of the advice. We're sorted. I started by listening only to the ones marked with new or first-time GM advice... And then I went randomly into the archives. Ooh, good luck. Hour-long commutes across my East Coast state are made so much easier with you folks keeping me company. Aw, that's how I started. Um, Our group showrunner told me two weeks ago he's noticed that I'm playing a key player role. Uh, The one that makes sure the other players stay engaged and have opportunities. Facilitating in-character interactions and otherwise prune the game into something a more self-supporting ecosystem. Wow, a self-supporting something. I gotta make a note of that. That's a good. Uh I I just want a game with a showrunner, right? Well, I I just want a game with this like super professional game group. Yeah, (laughs) like the GM's like, we're all sitting right here. I was gonna say, not a bunch of the (laughs) douchers I play with. Hello, we're we're, we're not professional. No, look, no one in this whole group has looked at me and gone. Thank you for being a key player, supporting the other <laughs> now, people around well, the table. Maybe if you start, right? Normally right. we're going. Hey, would you stop just, being a dick, man? Just shut up. I'm pretty sure the yeah. whole two days thing. We all, well, maybe, two maybe at the time days. we were so no. shocked, nobody no, no. knew what to do. No, 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 but but that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that this guy is like taking you aside and having a little conversation. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being a great player and helpful coaching, and and then the whole. Interview period at the beginning I know, and the I job like requirements. It's like this guy's like a maybe. That's maybe true. it's a GM that's like an HR professional. No, I, I, maybe. You're not, I yeah. know you're not done yet, but 
I've played with people like that. That are just like super on it. That's like, cool. Right? I, I, like that kind of feedback would be amazing. Hmm. Yeah. Like I would love that. We all play our cards close to the vest, don't we? We're all like, I'm not telling you my motivations. I'm not telling you what I'm doing. Uh, I'm not gonna. You go I ahead and fail. Is I'm gonna take that no, from it's, you. It's not even no. that. It's it's more like the the fact that this this guy running this game group seems to be so on it that he's trying to encourage the players to yeah grow yeah, in the right having direction. adult conversations yeah. with them. I would yeah. disagree it's the with positive. you about yourself, Stork, because I think. You know, maybe we don't exhi- exhibit those qualities twenty four seven, but you are somebody who is absolutely, I've seen in games when you're playing, kind of willing to kind of pull somebody else in, or maybe point out that they could have some spotlight, Correct. or yeah. All right. So I think that's just part of it. Take the compliment. Okay. Yes. Accept it. I'm not true. good at that. I know. Okay. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, Dave. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why is Stork turning up. red? <laughs> I know. I don't That's adorable. No, it's totally, it's totally the like. Don't, don't, don't fuck up my reputation of being the grumpy old bastard, right? <laughs> uh, and these are three <laughs> new players, two That's of awesome. which are brand new, never roleplayed types. We recruited out of the local board gaming cafe. So thank you guys for providing the tools and gaming advice that helped that happen. No, no, no. Awesome. He, he misspelled it. Good job. I'm glad it worked out. But it's thank you guys, you tools, for providing the gaming advice. <laughs> yeah. That's what it, yeah, it was I a was typo. almost going to reverse the Nicole Kidman thing, the seal clap. Yeah, she I was has doing a weird. Aggressive. Well, I, she claimed that was some, I don't know, it was Golden Globes she, or something. She, that like she had wandered some up giant, and just started talking. It was it's like, a shame because up till then I really liked her. And then I'm like, oh, she's batshit crazy like the rest of them. Oh, great. I know. Yeah, tiny hands. Very possible. I, I'm sure she hadn't eaten in three days. Whoa! And had probably had no water either. Yeah, it's Australians. They well, don't get no, water. It's, it's the Oscars and they have had to adapt and they just have to fit into dresses. <laughs> and she has only wafered in. Really unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, play bear. The pig. <laughs> no, no, she got me. With Bring that. out your dead. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Stu cannot come in the studio for another month now. No, right? Optimal. Oh, that's right. Just spray Dave yeah, right now. Just, just squirt in his mouth. I'll give you. I'll give you a bottle cap and a dollar later. A bottle I cap. I can't finish reading this email. My eyes are burning. Here, drink uh, this. Drink mm. this. Oh. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Anyhow, enough of that. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Move on past being complimentary because we can't take that. No. Nope. Right. <laughs> uh, a question. A lot of your co-GMing advice is geared towards games that have two active GMs. Such as one running combat while the other one runs the rest, or for large groups. Right, that's kind of how we, yeah. Yeah. Well, sort of, uh, but uh, our Cortex Plus Leverage Firefly game world is something we develop together, and we swap out GMs and PCs while continuing the larger meta plot. Uh, For example, I'm running this weekend, which means I've found a convenient excuse for my character to be unavailable, and his to be active. Uh, In the past, we've done this for one-shots, but he'd like to rotate more equally this time around. Do you have any experience with this, pitfalls, or tips? Yes, I do have experience with this. We used to basically all take turns jamming in the same world. And what happened was, this is the pitfall, is that without unbeknownst to us, there was another guy who never GM'd. And so his character, it was a champion's game, his character got all oh. this XP and got all of and elevated. And after a while we were like, why is the Patriot kicking everybody's ass? And we're all like figured it out. We're like, Right, because I ran two games and you ran two games and he ran three games and you ran and he's been in all the games and oh yeah. So just make sure that division of labor is distributed and well, XP is mo- carefully monitored because the people that don't GM toss XP to the GMs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but you, if you don't know that that might is, is yeah. bottom, you're you're gonna miss that. 
Um, That's a good point. <clears throat> dare I say, are there any benefits other than reduction of GM burnout, a major thing, uh, but one covered extensively in the RPG advice world? Uh, dealing with PC absence or minimal presence of the gulp GM PC yeah. is something else to deal with, but that's one that's been covered before. And will be covered, foreshadowing, uh, yeah. later yeah. in this Tonight. episode. Uh-huh. Uh, let me just finish it, and then we'll yeah. talk a little more. Never finish. Uh, thanks and beers to all. JP, Cyber Everything on the forum and chat. Hey, Oops. I've talked to that guy. Uh, P.S. Why does my co-GM put a six club in every campaign? Well, why not? Well... Uh, yeah. You mean there are people that don't do that? Yeah, there are. You know, once oh. you get hit by the sex club, you you really you can't <laughs> see straight. <laughs> but but only You're if it's being wielded by the sex dwarf. Well, just isn't it nice? Bam, lady yes. stork. Yeah. Bam, guy stork. <laughs> Bam, lady stork. <laughs> Bam, non-binary stork. <laughs> oh, it's so just a random roll every time. Yeah. I was. I never know what you're going to binary. I was told there would be no math. <laughs> I showed up at the sex club. I didn't. Know I was so kind of kind There's of related. Kind club. of related yeah. to this email. A buddy of mine a long time ago and I got together and we created a fantasy world from the scratch. From from the scratch from scratch. Just keep going. No one noticed. No one noticed. I noticed. So anyway, you, you drew so a little pentagram on the ground. Yeah, we drew it. Santos, Santos. Like, what do you want? And you're like, we need. We to want come a, up fantasy a fantasy world. world. And you're like, I'm old scratch. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, so I no, got this but, but and, and uh, for a number of years, we both ran in this world. But what we did is because You've it was never a run whole a day in your life. No, keep going. Sorry. You're right because I have a bicycle and I'm smart and I don't run. I get on a bicycle and go because it's more efficient. Hey, guess what? I have a car. Yeah, <laughs> I get in and it takes place. I agree. I'm like, anyway, anyway, it's totally different. So we developed this fantasy world and we created all races, a whole nine yards, and we put a lot of work into it. And we knew that we both wanted to run in it, and we didn't want to have these type of issues. So he picked out an area over here mm-hmm. that was his area where he ran our group in games, and then I had an area over here where I ran a, a separate game. So it was the same world. Mm-hmm. Events that did happen over here could uh, affect characters? over here. No, 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 different characters. Uh, different characters, same players. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. same players. Yeah. So you guys were like servers, and and those were your zones that you controlled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. We were like MMORPG. <laughs> if fuzzy yeah. on All right. Tongue. So, so okay. the question that I have then is how if I'm if I'm in there, mm-hmm. and I know you're running, mm-hmm. and either. For a variety of reasons, either your game sucks, I'm getting tired of what's going on, or I want to fuck with you. I want to say, I'm going to go to this other place. Mm-hmm. How did you guys deal with that in-game? Well, we didn't have any dicks in our game, so it never came up. Mm. Mm. That's unfortunate. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I, I, that, that's, that's Yeah, it It actually never know. came up because we, we never... Like that just never happened. I think you okay. could totally so do that and not have to have different zones or different areas or different characters... I think you would, one of the things you said in your letter that you would potentially have is different jams have different styles. Oh, I don't need it to remember Sex Dwarf Club or whatever it was. I don't know what that is. Is that um, fireworks? It's, it's too, it's too intermittent outside. to yeah. be gunshots. It's fireworks. It's yeah. fireworks. It's, fireworks. Yeah, it's foreshadowing to, to our Red Dawn game that's going to be coming this fall. <laughs> oh, it's, I hope so. Is it? I think it's the Russians and they're outside and there's tanks. Parachuting in because it sounds like little bombs. In the One ping only. Dot org. I'm saying <laughs> I might have an overactive imagination, One but so that's far. what it sounds like. But well, different people have different styles. Absolutely. So and even if you're in the same world, it's going to be a different game. 
Yeah, and it's like either you're going to, if it's a total sandbox where you're just going to uh, throw environmental stuff or whatever political stuff at your characters as it comes up, and they're going to drive the story, but you're still going to potentially have to share meta plot that yeah. people are going to have to know about but not act on. You, you could easily do, and I keep thinking it's a superhero game because that's what I ran. Isn't that funny? But you could do, you could take a tip from the comic books, which is Green Arrow operated in Emerald City, mm-hmm. and Superman was busy in Metropolis, Metropolis and Batman, Batman was busy in Gotham. Gotham. Even though it's all the same world, yeah. and it very rarely interacted. All based on the same city, right? <laughs> Are you yeah. 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 Gotham was a <laughs> lot moodier than. In my head, Gotham was always New York, and Chicago was always Metropolis. It, it See, was. but it, it, but Metropolis yeah. was clearly designed to be New York City. I think 1932 so. New York City. Yeah. He went over the Empire State Building. Yeah, but like in my head, I don't know where this even came. See, from. I had it flipped, where Gotham was more Chicago, and Metropolis mm-hmm. was more oh, New York they City. Were both New York. Because to me, like, just different well, and that's why Marvel yeah. Comics got so cool is because all of yeah. a sudden they were actually in New York in yeah. Hell's Kitchen, and there's yeah. Daredevil's and around. You're like, oh wow, cool anyway. Right. Yeah, amen. but the point being Sorry. that you can still take place in the same world and not have them really interact, and it's just just <laughs> take a, a tip yeah. from the comic books. It's easy to do. There are different con- uh, different parts of the city, different part, different cities even. You know, it can happen. Well, I I like the idea of all right. Look, I've got a meta plot that's going to go, or I've got a plot that's mm-hmm. going to go. 10 to 12 games depending on what the players do. I want to run this section and then you can take the next section. Like to me that that is a much That's safer much route easier. because yeah. that opens yeah. it up for player dynamism and the players can kind of control what yeah, you were talking yeah, yeah. about and yeah. stuff and it just it feels so much cleaner. And I think if as a GM if you especially if you finish your plot the next person can pick up without without worrying too much. Your cuteness, yeah. And, and, and though I like meta plots and all, I think that that's just confusing the matter. I think what you need to do is just Blood go rush. do your story arc and not worry too much about a meta plot. Well, I really don't think that that's that important. I I mean I, yeah, but I think there's a way you could do it. So for instance, there's there's if if say it's you and me since Dave walked out of the room, if if we're working together and we know okay eventually. There's there's this sort of world changing thing that's kind of going on at a high level with mm-hmm. some guy summoning undead dragons. Mm-hmm. See, right? Helicopters. I'm telling you. Um, it's invasion. Yeah, well, right that's on. why we have the it's Russian right hat in the back just in case. So, right, comrades. So we can put it on comrades. That's right. We are on your side. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Socialist network. So Socialist that one ping network. <laughs> oh, what is your one ping name? Um, the uh, <laughs> but basically it's like okay during this section all you have to do is a com- or or is mention or or tie in the fact that they found a bunch of undead dragons and then and then the next section that you run you're like okay you know there's there's hints of a necromancer working around right and basically slowly piece it together no, I, I, oh, totally. I completely understand how it can be done yeah. I'm just not sure I want to be saddled with all that homework. I don't know that it has Even to be. Even if it's like one little thing here and there? I don't think yeah. it has to okay. be a ton of homework. I, I, I think of a couple things. One is a Living Dungeon World that uh, has. I played in at a con a few years ago, but they, you know, they've done Living Dungeon Worlds at other cons where it's just a story that continues from game to game with different GMs. Um, so I think that's possible. Uh, it is the Russians. It, I'm telling you. Well, welcome to five it's, minutes ago, Dave. It's Next time, don't take a piss. That was now. not even five minutes ago, my friend, and I hey, couldn't hear Gina's you. Gina's talking. Gina's talking. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm distracted by the helicopters too and the tiny explosions. 
I'm telling you, we're close. We're <laughs> close to the water. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway. It's true. Uh. But no, so I think you could do it. I think the risk you have is if you do work to kind of set up things that the characters are putting out there, yeah. and then you have to turn that over next game, it could be disappointing to you that it doesn't go the direction you anticipated somebody would take it, because everybody's going to react differently. I, and I think the players are going to ruin whatever one GM set up and the other one's going to pick up. I, I, I have the perfect analogy, yeah. which is uh, years ago there was a, a, a book uh, written or edited by Robert Aspirin, Called Thieves World, mm-hmm. and it turned into yeah. a series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and basically he committed. They, they, they as writers, created a town, mm-hmm. and each writer mm-hmm. wrote about a different Sanctuary. character that all took place in this town, right? And each each adventure was unique from a different point of view, from and it fleshed out the town. And it was a very popular series for a while. In fact, it even got turned into a role playing game several but times. Could, but you could easily do that kind of thing with your uh, game. Without it being an overarching uh, mm-hmm. metaphor. Yeah. Mean, yes, there was some politics and stuff that they maybe all agreed on. This it was run by this guy. It was done by this. So the characters might all people might show up. Maybe at some point when you want to end the game, then you pull out a meta plot and say, you know, the the count has been nefariously working with Jubal the entire time, and yeah. you guys are all fucked. Whatever it is. Okay. But I think that you're doing yourself a disservice because you are going to you're going to be if somebody advances a plot and they move it on to the next person, they're like shit. All right, all the stuff I had set up is now broken, and now I gotta. And I think I think it's easier if you just concentrate on your story arc rather than having to try to shoehorn it into this thing and handing it back and forth. I just, it's not okay. that it's impossible. I okay. just think that you are giving yourself much more of a headache and probably in a, in danger of railroading your players more than you really want to do because you're dealing with basically two plots every time you run a game. And, and Thieves World had. I read an article about this. They had very specific rules amongst the authors. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't oh, kill sure. off mm-hmm. another author's, author's character, character unless you guys talk about it uh-huh. and work it out ahead of right, time. Right. You know, you can do certain things with these characters. You ha- you can't like, yeah. you know, if if and I think that's really if it's, important. If it's, if it's proven yeah. that if you've said a number of times that your character doesn't like apples, don't have him sitting in your story chomping down an apple. Even, even yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, so anyway, I think that's probably this, a better solution. And again, it's not that not that you can't work in a meta plot. I just think that it's hard enough to work on one. It's it's basically it's a decision about what both GMs want. Like if both GMs want to start small, get used it, to it, yeah. get into a but rhythm, again, and then grow, that only lasts until you drop the players into it. And now everybody's playing. No, catch no, 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 no. But yeah, yeah but yeah. but what I'm saying is that is that if I start off as a GM and I want a full meta plot. Am I spiking? Uh, if I want a full meta plot, mm-hmm. then um, then I'm not going to be satisfied with just doing individual little things, well, and right? And so that's it's up to the GMs to figure out what they want. Here's the other problem: yeah. the GMs are also playing the game. Yeah, and now they know yes. the meta plot. Yeah. Well, that's why I say you grow it a little bit at a time where you you figure out, okay, I need to get this one thing done to move it forward. And, and, but and the then teams they can may know that, that, but they were like, the other guys, they all fucking went, and I, what was I supposed to do? And it's like, all right, so now you're. I think it's. I think you're. I think you're setting yourself up for failure to try to do two, with a metapod. Maybe there's a through line. Maybe maybe there's politics that are going on, irregardless of what the characters are doing. Yeah. Like. Like the you know, there's a star destroyer, or there's an evil planet, like all a all a fifth element that's coming down to, and regardless of what the players are doing, it just moves a little bit closer, whatever it is. But yeah, but I don't think you really really want to involve yourself into two fucking two plots. But you need you need to drop hints that the evil planet's coming yeah. or that something's going on, and that's fine. 
Okay, that's what I was talking about. No, that's what the meta plot is. Not yeah. that you have to do all this planning or machinations. You just say there's this thing. There's a guy behind the scenes that is working to just, I don't know, destroy all yeah. the banks. Oh, we'll, see, we'll see how well it, it survives. Yeah, all all I know is that my plot usually doesn't survive. Like and then Jim things is saying. reveal themselves yes. as you play. Yeah. You seize on opportunities. Yeah. yeah. No, that's absolutely... That's absolutely true. Yeah, I, I do think it'd be challenging. <coughs> yeah. To to I think tap every would, other game. Yeah, I think. Well, not every other game. I think would be way too too yeah, tough. Yeah, I thought that's what they were You have to go series, about. man. Several sides. Yeah, like yeah, story arc. Go, yeah. Yeah. I, man. Spit it's, it out, Dave. No, I'm. I just. I, I'm trying to run through the scenario in my head, and I'm like, I try and be really good about meta game stuff. Yeah. But it happens. But, but it happens, and like I don't know if I could turn off that part of my brain if I know parts of the other guy's plot. The games I can running the think game. of because there are games where you're, they are designed to do that. Uh, Night Witches comes to mind, where you know we could sit down and decide. Say there's there could even be five of us, and then there's an NPC with one of us as a co-pilot. But say there's six of us, but that the GMing rotates every time you run a mission and so it's like your character could be you know down in the hospital or you're late for the mission or you get grounded for some reason um so that i think in games like that you can move in and out of the narrative a lot more easily than you maybe can in yeah, but that's only really <laughs> one game. This isn't like you know, two or three sessions, and then another person takes over and no, continues on. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's a different it is kind of animal. With like that. Witches, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because I've seen games where people change the narrative. You know, now it's your turn to tell us what happens. Now it's your turn. I thought it was that. Okay. Yeah, no, you don't have to. It's just that the it's it's designed so that you could, uh, with fluidity, uh, pull a pilot in and out of the narrative so that the GMing can switch so that everybody can play and everybody GMs. Um, because you're just you're all part of the same regiment, right? So you can move in and out of the active narrative. So there are games that like that, and you still have character development and the story well, moves forward. But sure, but but that's less of like somebody plotted out yes. a, a whole. Yep. Like here's my outline for what I want my characters yeah. to encounter. Yeah. Yeah. And then like okay, well I'm gonna like if Stork and I sat down and planned a whole freak show game, and then. I was like, okay, dude, so for the first two hours, you play as one of the characters, and then halfway through the con game, we'll switch, and I'll play the other character. I just don't think I could... See... Knowing the plot, I don't, yeah. think, I know, I don't think I could shut that out of my brain. I think that's why, that's why you got to be super vague about like when you guys you know, work together. Like, okay, yeah. you know, hey, I'm going to advance it. A little bit, and and I'll tell you when I did it afterwards, or something like that. And so that way, there's still that little bit of surprise and stuff. But I think that, and I'd be interested to see what they take. Is that when you first started the email, Dave? I thought it was more about two GMs, like the 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 tactical game player and the storyteller, right. like two GMs at the same time, right? Which is a video we all love. But the <laughs> the, I think that that might. Not necessarily we're trying to solve a problem here Because this guy just wanted to know what he wanted to do But I think that's something to consider That if you've got two GMs going at the same time That maybe it's Okay, you know, tonight's your night to tell the story I'll handle all the battle stuff Assuming there is a battle Right? Or I'll handle all the NPC stuff While you, you know 
talk about the high level things. Yeah, which is the kind of co GMing that I understand. Yes, like where two people want to GM together, that's awesome. Yeah, I fully support it because it's so much easier. Oh, it takes the stress off everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's so much yeah. easier. And yeah. you get a chance. Like somebody has to go pee. Everything happens. That's yeah. when but I stopped initially. It wasn't because I was scared. It was because I had stuff lined up with people, and it just flaked out. And then I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to stick with my thieves' world analogy because I, now that yeah. I think about it, it's really working for me. And here's what here's how, here's the solution I'm coming up with. Let us try this and let us know if it works. Which is, as UGM, you basically you're going to be choosing your own plot. Let's say, for example, I'm thief centric, right? So it has to do with the thieves' guild. So all my plots are involving the thieves' guild, and your and the players are all about it. And then my little arc ends. I'm done with my mm-hmm. my little story. I get into the next one. He's like, well, I've got court intrigue planned. So now all of a sudden, all the game and everything that's involved is stuff that deals with the court. So he's flushing out stuff that's happening with the court. I flush out stuff that happens with the Thieves' Guild. The next GM might deal with stuff that happens with the traders. Yeah. And all of that stuff is happening independently. And it develops a meta plot eventually. But I think by playing each one of those things independently, you're not in, pro- you're not, mm-hmm. you're not in danger of... of right. metagaming yourself right. and, and boxing yourself into a corner. Yes. So, so the... So the what I hear you describing is like a TV show where it's episodic, and it may not be just one one or two games. It still by may be a series. It sounds like it's a, that's their episodic thing. Yeah. yeah, it still may be a series of five, six, seven yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. But but you know that from episode one to episode am I episode ten or or whatever on on a TV show, you're gonna get a meta plot. <laughs> yeah. Right, and so I think that's. I think that's the meta plot develops regardless. Yeah. I think that that's. I, I don't know. That's uh, sticking with that thieves' world thing. The more I think about it, the more I think because that that's also fair to the other people that are DMing because it's like, well, I'm not going to put you in the in the worlds that you're setting up. I'm going to put you in my own world that I have control of, and that'll be surprising new yeah. to you because you don't know what I have planned. Yeah, yeah. Because you got to think about that. You're like, and doing something like that, I'm totally okay with yeah. too. Like, yeah. a lot of GMs running games in the same world, cool. Could be the three-hour He was telling. He was telling him to hurry up. Yeah, no, I, like, I wanted Dave to this talk. This is the featured topic one. Yeah. So we're featuring it. It's featured as a topic. I don't believe I was talking to either one of you. I don't give a shit. This there's was an A B conversation. Oh yeah, so brother. See your way out of it. Uh, there's a bag here full of dicks. All right, I would all like right, you to eat right. one. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. Anyway, okay. I think we did cover yeah. as much as we have to. Possibly. Cyber everything, please yeah. let us know how it goes. But the horse did get beaten a bit. Yeah, let us know how it goes. Let us know Probably how it's going. Fair. I mean, like, I don't know how old these emails are, so we may have finished his first metaplot. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, I'm curious. That's actually something I want uh, to want to uh, to reiterate. I would love to have people write in. You can do it on the forum too, but I would love to have you write in and say how either we. I feel like uh, what, what is it? Clicking clack the Tappet Brothers. Like, let oh, us know God. how much we've screwed up, or let us know how well we've done. <laughs> Because I actually, you know, so we suit this up and out into the void, and yeah. with good intentions. But I want to know how well it goes. And and now and again, we get we we get something back, but um, oftentimes we don't. So let yeah, us know how true. this works. Yeah. yeah, I think it's our advice you know, goes into the. It ether. will help us too. It's like, well, we don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, <clears throat> bad advice. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for the email. <laughs> okay, right. the next, next one. Email. I can read the next one. In defense of GMPCs from Ben from Texas. Thanks, Rav. Dear, <laughs> douche canoes. Are we done? What? Dear douche canoes. <laughs> it was a callback. It's okay. The concept the of the GMPC has been much maligned in past podcasts. However, I have had many positive experiences with GM 
GMC PCs. GMC PCs? GMC Game Master. <laughs> I think I think it's a it's a PC that drives a GMC. That's it is, yeah. Yeah. And so I thought I might share he is from Texas. I thought I might share some details to demonstrate how the concept might be properly executed. Yeah, executed. You walk it up, you put the noose around it, and then you pull the trigger. <laughs> wow. See, it's a hanging head of shooting. And then, and, then, right. and then you pick the head up from the basket and <laughs> quick look around. Viva la revolution! The first game in which I served as Dungeon Master had uh, been set up for rotating DMs. Again. Again with the rotating DMs. Uh-huh. It's to be a thematic. Thing. I see that it now. Uh, everyone playing was quite busy with real life nonsense. Yes, I agree. Ni- nice, nice paraphrasing. Nonsense is absolutely right. Real That's life true. nonsense. So everyone rolled up a PC based on the idea that each session could be run by whichever player had time to prepare a session. I feel like all the advice I just gave the last one is working out in this one. Yep. Finally, it came time for me to run the game. I created a scenario in which the party of monster hunters would be recruited by a spy master of the city government to save the nearby village from an undead horror. Instead, the party devised a plot to over the local government and stole a submarine. But that's a different story. Uh, that sounds awesome. Time <laughs> passed. And I finally decided to run my own campaign in D&D 5e. The players made their characters. I ended up with no party. Uh, I ended up with no party tank. D and D does not work so well without a party tank. Allow me to introduce Perg, the GMPC. Perg is a halfling barbarian, as you might surmise. Halflings do not make excellent barbarians. Perg was not well optimized to excel at his role, except to absorb damage instead of the party. Perg not so smart. Perg not so good at making plans. Whenever the party is interacting with other NPCs to figure out how to tackle a scenario, Perg is generally chasing butterflies or picking lint out of his navel. Once the party decide that Perg was the best character to lead the discussion with an NPC, only once, Perg is generally good for comic relief and taking hits. Otherwise, forget it. Perg has a PC character sheet and levels with the party and helps balance encounters, but he plays a secondary role in deciding how the party approaches the story. The party tends to treat him like a beloved pet. It's become a running gag for the players to ask Perg what uh, uh, Perg has been doing after a lengthy parlay with an NPC, usually playing with puppies or jumping in puddles. <laughs> so, in oh. summary, GMPCs are very useful if, and I'm glad that's just, you're qualifying us, the position of the GM might rotate during the campaign. Maybe. You don't. You don't need it That's there. Not I, I'm not sold on this yet, Ben. No, tell me. Yeah. PC party composition does nope. not work well with game rules. Nope. 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 Not sold nope. on that one. The party acquires a long-term companion who is intended by the GM to be equal to the party members in game mechanic terms. Yeah, that's, so, yeah, a, that's called yeah. an NPC. All right, keep going. To prevent GMPCs exactly. from becoming detractors. I'm a you guys gonna kiss and make up later? After no, I want to see it now. Oh, right now. Yeah. Right now. Don't make it. Don't no. <laughs> to preempt. Just don't hit the camera. I, you look. You can interrupt everybody else, but I'm reading. There was almost an awkward middle-aged kiss. <laughs> it was. I am not middle-aged. Okay, yet. Joe Crack. I don't know what's middle-aged. I don't know. I'm start? older, so it yeah. It depends on when you die. You don't know when you're <laughs> middle-aged. True. Yeah, exactly. Turns out I passed my middle age. Had no idea. Well, it just wasn't teens. Yes. Uh, to, uh, where was I? To prevent GMPCs from becoming detractors, one, don't make your GMPC the focal point of the story. Two, avoid optimizing or min-maxing the character. 
Three, make sure your GMPC doesn't perform a role that diminishes the role of the PCs. That's a very good point. And mm -hmm. find a way for find a way to prevent your GMPC from influencing the party's story decisions without cause. Yours intuition is Ben from what, Excess. What Ben has described is an NPC. That's not a well, GMPC. Well, first of all, Ben, thank you for writing. Uh, thank yes. you for writing. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Ben. We're going to tear but it apart now. No, he brings up some yeah. very good points. Oh, I think and, he and I think up salient great points. and well yeah. thought. Well, but we're going to rip it apart. Were you? You're oh, done. he was done. Oh, Go you're ahead. done. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's what no. he's described is not a GMPC so. as we typically <coughs> define it here. Yeah, yeah. That's an NPC. That's yeah. just a, a a hireling at best. That's um, uh, Oweda. I don't mind. I don't mind a GM introducing a character that becomes just a follower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jib also mentioned in the chat he was saying that's not a GMPC because it's not. The GMPC, the law of the GMPC is if the GM is playing the character to his interests. Min Max yes. is it, right? Yeah. Well, it's not just Min Max. No, it's but if the GM decides to make <laughs> his character the most important character in the group, or. Or a hero. Or, or to, a hero or equal hero, with the other PC. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, for God's sake, and I've seen this happen. Suddenly, there's an NPC that's run by the GM in the group talking to an NPC that the GM is also running yeah. as part of the story. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Or, or no. that can do things Fail. the other PCs can't possibly do. Right, Ex correct. Yeah, that it's too. so great to watch the GM have a conversation with himself. You just get up and yeah. go pee, and he talks to himself, and they banter back and forth, and then. There's yeah. videos for that. I believe they so call that so masturbation. Having. Ooh. That's a good word. That is a good word. That's <laughs> the nice thing I'm going to say to you tonight. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, this is exactly what Jim put in the chat. A definition. A GMPC is when the GM plays a character whose personal story is more important to them than the yep. stories of the player characters. Yep. Yeah. I think yeah, we all agree with that. I, I, oh, also, also, Tomes has said that, that uh, Nova's up late tonight because it's not a school night. What? And she said hi. Hi, Nova. No, Nova was in your game? Nova's a superstar, yeah. Right on. Yeah. I think it's important to know that we should probably perhaps parse this down a bit. We say GMPC thinking everybody knows what it is we meant by that term. I think you can be a GM and play a character that's in the group and not have it be a GMPC. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like saying grognard, and we just expect you to know I what that word means. So perhaps we should define what we mean by GMPC, which is a specific thing, which is what Dave is trying to do. I yeah, still well, think... We just when you're trying to round out a party with a the missing, I don't know, class or role, yeah. or if you have to have somebody with your party because the PCs are not going to be able to function for a period of time that that I don't know, like more than a game or so, that yeah. that starts to be, I don't know. It, it, that might not be by definition a GMPC, but it's also like, Listen, like I might need an NPC in, to introduce in, me in, to in an important person. In but many ways, Gandalf was a GMPC. He never really helped the party. He just led them, and then he disappeared when he needed the most, and away. was gone for a really right. long time. And well, then he came back ultra powerful, but he didn't really still do anything. He was just there to negotiate stuff. No, he sent them. those badass eagles. Yeah. But see, that's to me that's at the very end. That's the yeah, that's true. That's an NPC. 
kind of. Yeah, that's yeah. an NPC. Uh, now a GMPC. Yeah. If 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 Gandalf were a GNPC, he would have he would have destroyed the Balrog. That's true. They yeah. would have gone straight over the hill, and he would have pushed the little tiny guy, and then dropped Just the the drop ring rings. himself. Yeah. Into, or he would have taken the ring and killed the party. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Perg, Perg, who he says in here, is actually the perfect NPC to round out a party. They needed a barbarian. They got Perg. Perg doesn't make decisions. Yeah. Yep. Perg is off running in puddles when there are yeah. decisions to be made. Every yeah. once in a while, he has to, you know, introduce an NPC or whatever. Yeah. But the story isn't about Perg. It's not about Perg's awesome accomplishments. And it's not about Perg going out and doing great things. Right. He's there just to fill that one little role in the party. Yeah, as yeah. you say, uh, I think D&D actually has, or one of the versions has the actual rules for, was it a follower? Yeah. Or a a first edition. And that's kind of what... Second. Well, second, you've yeah, got, I mean, you've got first, all editions... Second, except, second except never added. They've really, they've really well, minimized, they've really minimized hirelings in yeah, later versions. Hirelings. But, yes. that's the word. but hirelings and henchmen were, I mean... If you started a, a first level game and you didn't have a horde of hirelings at your disposal, you were for sure going to die. Who's going to carry your ten foot pole? Exactly. You're not going to do it. Um, but they're really Sherpas, is the way I. But use then, it. but <laughs> then, in, but then in, in third and maybe fourth, and I don't know about fifth, they had NPC classes, so you could make actual like commoners, and commoners, stuff like that, and yeah. adepts. So if you needed like. That. Maybe uh, someone to fill a little bit of the cleric role without, you know, being like, "Ha I'm the cleric that's going to save everything." You create an adept, and which I think especially becomes a thing in small parties. Yeah. So if yeah. you're running a game and you've only got two players, especially if it's a game like Pathfinder or D and D, where things are very segregated to classes, you know, you, you very few fighters have healing as an ability. Like <coughs> having an a NPC that's friendly to the party, I don't think is a bad thing. Yeah, healing so, potions. Okay, well, so I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second because we're, we're kind of no. done with that part. Yeah, why is it a bad thing to have them not have a tank? Thank that's you. What that's, I, what that's, I, that's what I was, was going to say. I was going to yeah. say too is I, is yeah. if if your party does not need all these things, the reason there's a GM is so the GM can tailor yeah. the game to the things you have available. Every time I start a D&D game, I say, you guys play whatever you want. Don't worry about niche protection. Right. Yep. If you guys all wind up playing wizards, this guess what? I'll run a wizard this game. This isn't WoW. It's yeah. not like you yeah. need an optimized party. You no, really I can't totally actually... Agree. You could have an entire party full of bards, which would actually be awesome. I think so, too. No, a party of bards? Are you kidding yeah. me? They could talk their way into any place. They're Especially the ultimate spies, and they can do yeah. anything. I love my you yeah. have acrobats and musicians yep. and actors, and I mean, it would be it would be Mission Impossible. That's yeah. how I'd run a game of parts. Anyway, the point being, you don't so yeah. so they don't have a tank. That means you, as a GM, need to adapt your the way the, well, the encounters that you're necessarily even giving them. As a player, if I if we all want to play bards or we play wizards and we play ranged people, like every once in a while, if you get your butt kicked because you're not built that way, then you figure out how to not yeah. be in yeah. that position the next time. You come back, you you Yeah. You you run away from the encounter yeah. and go, oh shit, we're not gonna be able to do this right. without a tank. Yeah. And then you figure out how to do it without the tank. You get and the higher ground. Yeah. And suddenly your ranger goes out yeah. and buys better armor and perhaps yeah. he's, he's, or whatever, he's less yeah. sneaky and much or more sneak yeah. or you uh, yeah. But so uh, my and as a GM, if you know they don't have a tank I don't want to say tailor your. Well, no, I am going to say tailor your encounters f- <laughs> with that inevitability in mind. There's there are there are ways to make that happen because I mean, once once Frodo and Sam left, there was no tank. 
and yet they managed to survive all the way into Mordor, right? Yep. Uh, it's it's not unnecessary. It's not, if you're thinking video game terms, if you're thinking of optimized parties, then yes. And if that's the game you're playing, where it's all kill as efficiently as possible, get the loot, move on, then yeah, you're going to need a tank. But um, to my oh. mind, you just change. You need to change the way you. And, and I'll bet your story is going to be much more interesting. If you are, if you are suddenly, it's going to be much more intrigued. Yes, there's going to be much more face time with with NPCs. And there's going to be talking away out of out of fights rather than just driving into them. I think you're going to find that game is going to be much more interesting than if you just had the standard healer tank. But it's and, a combination of of the GM doing that and the players making decisions based on the fact that they know yeah. they don't have a character that can take a whole bunch of damage. Yeah. So if we're going to fight something, we need to figure out how to sneak around it or get to it from range. If we get up close, and give it's your players opportunities to talk their ways out of yeah. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that applies to like <laughs> the 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 common thing that I always hear is no one wants to play a cleric, so there's always like the NPC cleric coming yeah. along, right? There's the story about the, the people in Vegas who called the the, the call, yeah, to call girls yeah. to have them play the cleric. Right? cleric. And they were like, no, we don't play which, clerics. Which which makes me <laughs> wonder if I can actually make some money playing a cleric. But that's, <laughs> that's a side note. Right for hire. Move yeah. to Vegas. Yeah, I like clerics. Clerics. Um I would totally start like a like a, a hooker service. A cam a girl site for, for RPG players. Like, hey, your group needs it. Like, playing online, need a cleric. Is it part of the One Ping network? Of course it is. <laughs> one Ping. Yes. Well, they no, all, it is. They, they would all be sort of sort of disenfranchised Russian women. Anyway, <laughs> that's what most cam girls are. So yeah. yeah, yeah, but it doesn't have to be like it could be me. Like, I'll just be there on the site, like. <laughs> You're the most adorable cam girl I've ever seen, Dave. <laughs> but there, there um, are healing potions. Make yeah, but there, but there are healing potions, and yeah. there's there's <laughs> other ways to go about it, right? Where you just yeah. don't need a cleric all the damn time, and it makes it more important that you're like. Oh shit! No. We need to get yeah. to the temple. And rangers yeah. can yeah. heal, yeah. and bards can heal, and paladins can heal. To be fair, you have a paladin, you have a tank. So anyway, to be fair, there's some people that maybe the GM running the game runs a module, and mm. they follow along the stuff in the module. Yeah. And they're still having fun with their friends, so I still yeah. support the idea of having an NPC come along that helps out the party. Of course, like yeah, like yeah, if yeah. that's the way things no. are going, I would rather. No, I'm just going to fundamentally would, yeah, disagree with too. you guys. Nope, no. nope, suck it. Yeah, nope. I'd rather get my ass whipped and cr- roll another character than have an NPC with me for an entire adventure. As much as Perg is good, and as much as you're doing a good job running him, yeah, I think you may be doing yourself a disservice. I think you would be. I think this game would be really interesting if they didn't have a tank. I bet these guys would be making much more, and I bet this game would be radically different if they're having to talk their way into things. I would say that it sounds like Ben, like that is the perfect. Ben, you're doing a good job. Yeah, heck yeah. yeah. No, that's perfect, and the guidelines. If you, have to play a, if you have to play awesome. a PC that's carrying it, that's yes. the way to do it. You are, uh, yeah, I'm just that's saying, not my as point. a player... Did I just fuck up your cam? I don't think so. Okay. No. Cool. Bob's I, still I there. The <laughs> Damn cam whore, Dave. Uh, there, is, there is like a 30-second delay. So, though, so. so yeah. here's... Oh, CC's it live. Oh, yeah. Here's, my, here's wow. my question for the two of you. Since, you, since you were in the... The L5R game. Yes. Right? Ueda... Yes. ...became a great... NPC for you guys yes. that was kind of comic relief but was also endearing and stuff like that. Would that have changed if you were if he had come along with the party and you were with him 24/7 and Stu had to constantly play him and interact? Uh, I having been okay, Stu has actually played kind of GMPCs before in that when we played the uh, the 4E game, yeah. sometimes players didn't show up. Yes. So, we would drag this 
person around until he, we just ignored him again, or he goes to an inn or whatever it was. So in, in a way, it, I'm sure Stu would have played him up to the point where he goes, oh, it loses interest and goes and passes out in the bar. Now what do you do, right? So I think he would have quickly written him out of the scene. Yeah, but then, but the, but my point is, is yeah. then Oweda becomes much less interesting. Because Oweda was interesting because when you when he was around, you interacted heavily with him and he had a very distinct personality. Whereas whereas the the way that you're describing it, he just goes to an inn, he goes, he fades into the background, he becomes a less interesting character. Okay, what are you, where are you going with this? I'm, I'm not no, sure. I'm just saying that I'm... I'll I'm tell saying, you what you want to hear if you let me know what you want. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 it's not no, that. I, I, I think I know what you want. Go ahead. What you're saying, if... If Ueda was with you guys 24-7 and he was one of the party that traveled together, would he have been less special? Yeah. Yeah, I well, think so too. no, because Stu no? did such a great job at coming up with that character and coming up with this backstory. Stu literally invented him on the spot, and I think Stu actually fell in love with him a bit, too. Yeah. But Stu's also smart enough to know, I got enough on my plate, I'm not going to be joining the party, that was, too. That was kind of me with Mouse, yeah. where I just there was something about that character that resonated for not just me as the player... But my character, who is super kind of cold and dead ish, like kind of, we decided kind of Jessica Jones versus uh, Rogers, Luke Cage. Um, nice. But there was just something about this little down. character. Jessica Jones was awesome. So yeah. Red actress. Oh, anyway. that's my favorite of those shows. She's so great. So, but there was something that resonated with me to the fact that I wanted to interact. But I, it wouldn't have been, to your point, I don't think as special, even though I think Jason set that character up where it, something resonated and with what me. Yeah. It, was it was our Desert of Despair D&D okay. right. 5e game that we're hoping to pick up at some point. But yeah, I, so. I think maybe to your point, if, if that character was available 24-7 for me to engage or interact with, it wouldn't have been as special. Yeah, because she kept coming in and coming out. Tim, yeah. Tim has a point. Tim, so, yeah. No, I just want to make sure I understand what you're getting at. So in The Hobbit, Gandalf, who we already brought up, who just mm-hmm. disappears for right. long sections of the book, right. yeah. he was interesting because he disappeared for those sections and no one knew what he was doing. But if he was with the party that whole time, if he was with The Hobbits all that time, he wouldn't have been as interesting. Yeah. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, because okay. basically I don't know Dwarf number 7. Yeah. In the Hobbit, Feely. and he was there. He, sure. Feely, Keely, so, but but I mean, that's my point. Boing, like, boing. I don't yeah. have <laughs> I don't have that connection with them snoring, because snoring. they Let's fell in the background. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Well, perhaps perhaps we should make another definition. Yeah. There's a GMPC, and there's a GMMPC. GMNPC. Let's call it. Let's call it a party NPC. Okay. Party yeah. NPC. Oh, party NPC. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And there are Good certain job. NPCs. Uh, sometimes there's only one. Sometimes there's a few that that the party falls in love with. Stuff, but but there's still there's still an NPC. Yeah. The GM is very careful to keep them out of the action and stuff. And yeah, maybe they might lead you to the dungeon entrance, and they're like, "Ah, gotta go now." Or maybe they will take you into the dungeon and then and then fall to a Balrog or whatever it is. But eventually, they leave you, and you're on your own. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's an important distinction because the the term that we're using is the. There's even classic cases where GMPCs ride in over the over the horizon. Kill the people that you were fighting and oh, ride yeah. off again, and you're like, "What the? Who was that mass man?" I mean, it's it's just awful. So so there's there really is a strata that look, we're trying to 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 find here. Look and for it, me at dawn of the fifth day. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it probably does depend on the player on the players at your table. Yeah, it totally. Even does. at our table, some of us are like, "Yeah, that'd be totally cool," and some of us are like, "I'd rather die in character." Yeah, than have, have to rely on it. Rescue no, not because it's. Enrages me or anything, but it's just like, yeah. 
I know. I did the Dave. I Gina's mad. <laughs> and I, I think to sum up there, because we're running long, Ben, yeah, I whatever. think you're running your GMPC brilliantly. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. would love to have you just not. Uh, if you said, "Oh, you guys don't have a tank," I'll bet your story would be so different and be really interesting. What if you kill Perg? Could happen, dun, but, oh, but it's going to be so sad. Cord. Yeah, they'd be that really sad, be which would be good from, right. from a party standpoint. But now you're like, oh, could also be a good plot point. Yeah, but, but here's alone. the interesting thing: is that you, as a GM, are going to have to change the way you develop encounters, yeah. and maybe your meta plot will be affected because, you know, I don't, I don't know what your party's composed of, but yeah, you you can you, you, you can still have effective battles without a tank. Yep. You can. Yeah, you just have Absolutely. to be very careful what you throw at them and how you manage that and how they deal with it. Yeah. The decisions they yeah. make. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if you have a bunch of rangers, you have a ranger and you have a druid. I mean, you do stuff like they, they wear the enemy down before you get into combat, and then the cleric who can have armor and a mace yeah. can still thump oh, them yeah. really hard. You know, it can still happen. You just have to be. They have to be smarter, and you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Those are super awesome guidelines, though, and per- Perg actually sounds super fun. I know, I know. We should. Yeah. Uh, every, everybody who's watching should take these to heart. If you have to do a GMPC, yeah. do it this way. Or, Tim, if you want an idea for an interesting PC, Night like because you haven't played it yet, um, you could try Perg. Make Perg. Yeah. You should. Who's next? I am yeah. so happy Rob, you're here. Rob, Hashtag Perg. Gosh, I'm so happy. That this one, this one is a monster one. They're yeah. um, I think you guys are probably oh, yeah. actually getting the impression that Rob and Tim hate each other. They don't. No, they I said. Oh no, everybody romance. loves romance. <laughs> romance. Seriously. Well, you can it. stop in the middle. So, or I love something. it. So yeah, this one, this one's pretty massive. Um, it is Canadian, and the and the story's long. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rob can do the second best Canadian <laughs> accent in the room. <laughs> Who does the best? Dave. Oh, Dave, that's this it's guy. So, so modest. Yeah. It's so modest. That's why I like no, it. No, it's no, well, well, hold on. <laughs> Compared to my Canadian accent, Bees is by yeah. far the best. Because, because Rob, well, yeah, yeah. I'm, there's plenty of Canadians that sound way more Canadian than I do, for sure. <laughs> because mine's a parody of it. <laughs> but, but, but Rob, he's too angry in his soul. <laughs> to be a good Canadian. That's true. Because Canadians right? are nice. They apologize right. for everything. Yeah. Yes. They run into trees. Sorry. And go, oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. sorry. But here's oh, the thing, though. That's what I say. Sorry. Here's the thing. You guys are Doug and Bob McKenzie. <laughs> They're getting together. I know. I know. I want to really? go to Toronto. I looked up plane tickets and I couldn't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> so Forrest is in the, in the chat room. Hi, Forrest. So crit- For- Forrest. Forrest. Will- Forrest. Forrest is legitimately Forrest. Canadian. I know. Yeah. He will uh, critique you. So oh, no, 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 oh, no, because right, mine, no, mine turns into a cholo about three sentences it in. Does. It does, it does. Yeah. It slides I'm into not, it. Everything, everything becomes cholo with you, even yes, the way you wear a hat. Cholos don't wear their hats like this. They usually wear a hairnet. Wow. Wow. It's, it's true. Right. Okay. It's actually true. Yeah. Well, if they have a job. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> And the gunfire comes in the room. <laughs> yeah, right. As soon as now all those cholo listeners are going to be <laughs> super pissed. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> That's okay because we're being taken on the on the left coast first anyway. Yeah, it's true. That's true. It's we live in LA. Outside. That's, oh. That's kind of why yeah. I'm not afraid of an invasion like that. Yeah. You grew up in the hood too. Didn't yeah. yeah. Because oh Tom, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Red Dawn is never happening in LA. In East yeah. LA, no way. No, yeah, because because to get to my house, they have to get through oh, all the dudes. terrible parts yeah. of Let's the Let's do a Kickstarter and let's do Attack the Block only East LA, <laughs> LA style. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Can you imagine? Have you seen <laughs> Attack the Block? I'm gonna play the guy oh, that loves Morrissey. Yeah. You're gonna play the guy that loves Morrissey. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, you All right. Totally do that. So, uh, a tra- a tale of betrayal. 
from James. I swear by Ottawa. my tattoo. Uh, a tale of betrayal of a James of Ottawa. He's from Ottawa. Right? My tattoo. Right. No, come on. Come right. No, I'm not going to do it. Just oh, do it. Come, come on, on. Yeah. I don't know. Twin leagues under the sea. Come on. Yeah, come on. Right. Yeah. Right. James from the capital of the Great White North here. You can no. do it. Oh. Come on. Right. Yeah. Oh, he's pretty good. He might be better than yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Anything's better than me. Well, you can. You can say Greetings, yeah. douche, trekkers, and star baggers. Douche, trekkers across the universe. I think I'd rather be a star bagger. Of course you would. Starbagger. Alright. James from the capital of the Great White North, Ottawa, Canada. Hey. Finally getting up in the hey. nerve to email your glorious podcasters. I thought I would write in and give you guys a tale of betrayal that I experienced almost <laughs> 20 years ago now, eh? <laughs> See? Alright, homeboy, eh? When I was in high school, a group of friends and myself traveled, traveled to Gen Con. When it was in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, I hey. think. Uh, it's Algonquin for the good land. We're not worthy. Haas <laughs> right. and Pfeffer Incorporated. <laughs> That's right. Da, 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 da. Yep. All right. Uh, for those of you guys that aren't 40 Old. years old, watch Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, it's Alice Cooper's best role. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yes, it is. That's, that's very true. It is. Actually, it is. It's Fair enough. Is. It's also Mike Myers' best role. Mike, oh, Mike yeah. Myers. Mike Myers. That's what I said. Wait, wait, wait. Married Max Murderer. I don't know who Mark Myers is. Oh, I thought I said Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Whatever. He's from Mike Ontario. Marbles. Out for a rip, eh? <laughs> Say out for a rip. Oh, okay. Thanks, Dave. Say out for a rip. Say uh, out for Mike a rip. Mike Myers is Canadian, so carry yes, on. Yes, he is. Um, <laughs> see how it all comes When together. it was in Milwaukee in its early heyday and had a blast, we actually went two years in a row. After Two years. Sorry. Dramatically Dave, appropriate you're here. amount of years. You're supposed to do that. I know. No. <laughs> he you said to save them for the right moment. Yeah. Otherwise, it otherwise it just becomes a GMPC. The product. <laughs> um, Two is a GMPC. <laughs> Don't Thanks, worry. Rev. My lawyer will serve you with papers in the morning. Paternity? No. Two my, papers for my. <laughs> for my <laughs> Intellectual property of two days. Uh, we actually went two years in a row after experience just how awesome a large convention like that could be. First, we <laughs> went, and I was with a group of six. And even though many of us had similar interests, Magic the Gathering, role-playing, and board games, we all ended up splitting off most days and doing different things. The first day I was there, I stumbled into a week-long LARP that a group of people I didn't know were Signing people up to play. Yeah, stumbling PSA. is the best way to do a LARP. Yeah. yeah. This group. <laughs> Fuck you, Tim. Only press this, eh? All right, I'm going to go real Canadian. This group had actually gotten permission to use several rooms to run this game, <coughs> which they said would last the entire weekend. That was feedback, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I, th I thought, what the hell? I'll sign up, and when I get bored, I'd stumble back and I'd entertain myself with this game. Needless to say, I didn't realize what I was getting into. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, this one it turns into the bad. The game was based on Star Trek and took place on Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. Everyone wow. that signed up was given a survey that allowed the GMs to gauge just how much you were committed and what you were looking to play and get out of the game. The weekend started, and before I knew it, I had gotten lost in the game and almost spent the entire weekend battling Borg and space aliens as my Klingon character tried to help the Federation defend the galaxy. Cool. The game was so epic that it actually paid James Doohan, 
who was there to talk on a panel, holy shit, to come in and play Scotty holy in the shit. last few oh minutes. Right? To close out the game. That's the best Mark. game ever. So the game was so epic that they had actually paid James Doohan, yeah. who was there to talk on a paddle, to come Jimmy in Doohan. and play Scotty yeah. in the last few minutes to close out the now, game. Now, this was, this was 20 year, years ago because he Still had bad Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's and, yeah. But even yeah. so. It's worse than that. He's dead, Jim. Yeah. Anyway. Aww. Still cool. They're kind of almost all dead. <laughs> it's worse than that. He's dead, Jim. <laughs> all right. You want to go? Tim? Do you know how to read? You want to go, eh? Oh, you want to go? <laughs> you want to go? All right, go. Um, Plus that wasn't yeah, pretend line. you know how to read and keep going. Uh, where'd you stop? After. After what? Go. <laughs> after no, after doing. Well played. Doing. Well played. Ooh, after there. that game was over, Everybody eh? goes after doing. I kept in contact with the guys that ran the LARP. No, I'm not going to do that. To see if they were going to run another one the following year. I was so blown away by the game that I spent the entire year leading up to the next Gen Con recounting tales <laughs> of the game to my friends that hadn't attended. Been there, done that. I must have done a good job because the following year they signed up to come with me to the con in hopes to have a chance to experience even a fraction of what I experienced the previous year. When I arrived at the con, I got my pass and made my way to where they said the sign-up for this year's version of Star Trek was registering. Again, they had the same survey trying to get a feel for what people wanted to play. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. All I knew was this year I wanted to play something big. I asked for a key role, and with some discussion, I was given a Romulan diplomat. I wonder how many people are playing this game. I know. I mean, if they if they if they have enough yeah, but if they have enough money yeah to pay Scotty to to come in yeah, that's that's legit. That's pretty big. My friends all signed up to be characters in my entourage, and we set out to cleverly try and manipulate everyone we met. As the story plot unfolded, we discovered that there was a council being formed of the different diplomatic factions to discuss and figure out a way to handle the Dominion and Changeling War that was underway in the Alpha Quadrant. My character had been given a secret task to make sure this treaty never happened. I had, in my opinion, done an amazing job over the ensuing weekend making sure this didn't happen. Over the entire weekend? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, because it was Uh, over the entire weekend making sure this didn't happen. But as the end of the weekend started to loom and wrap up, the Federation called for a diplomatic vote. Damn the Federation. Unfortunately, I discovered that many of the allies I had built had departed from the convention, and the vote was going to pass. I was outraged! Bitch. After all the work I had done, it was for nothing. I called my entourage and what little allies I had left. The Tholians, the Gorn, and a couple other races, and we took out to our ships. Well, the Tholians have kick-ass ships, too. The Tholian web with those little yeah. bodies, dun, 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 and they make that way out. But those guys are badass. Anyway. Yeah, totally. Those Tholians. That's a classic boom, boom. The Tholian web. Yeah. Boom, boom. yeah. And, and the Gorn, yeah. Do you remember the Gorn? For oh, real? totally. Oh, my God, that's, yeah. That's when he was yeah. out at Vasquez Rocks making the gun. Yeah, yeah right? The lizard and dude. the thing with the, yeah, with I the lizard dude. I you with, you my, so, with so, my emails. This is, this is great, because this is how Tim has conversations at Con, because mm-hmm. he always pretends he has friends. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. he, uh, he, he gets the same tone of voice. Like, he knows how to be socially acceptable. Like, oh, that's no, awesome. That, yeah. That, that, oh, that hey. thing. No, yeah. that's my, I know nothing about Star Trek. Oh, was it? You, sarcasm. Son of a bitch. I'm sorry, Judy, you were fuck. saying something. It's the, 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 yeah, I'm going to hit Tim. Tim's that's a fuck. What that's, what, that's what you're saying. I'm going to hit him with my emails. <laughs> <laughs> but my feels. My best friend, who at and the I'm time... And I'm one of those people that doesn't delete their shit on Gmail, so it's going <laughs> to hurt. <laughs> 
My best friend, who at the time was playing my second in command, said before we started anything, he needed some time to get us some extra crew to help in the battle that was about to happen. Knowing very well that I didn't have the know-how or the skills to fly a Romulan ship, I agreed, and he went off. He came back very quickly with a group of people I had never seen before, but who were surprisingly very happy to help us in our crusade. Before the GMs could react, we had moved all of our ships around Deep Space Nine and hailed the remaining diplomats in the station. The Tholians had created a space web around the station. That's kind of what they do. Yeah. That's their, their signature move. So we were inside, and the Federation ships that had moved off earlier in the afternoon to deal with another threat couldn't get to us. My plan was working, <laughs> They would have to cave to our demands and give in to everything we requested. It's very Romulan, by the way, i got to say. Yeah, that's a good yeah. move. Yeah, yeah. The Federation ships tried to do what they could, but the web was working beautifully. <laughs> after several after several minutes of back and forth between my character and the character playing Benjamin Sisko, it was clear that he wasn't going to give in. I had to do something drastic, something that would tip the scales in our favor. I was going to destroy the station. What? Ooh, nice. Big red button. The yeah. station had fired upon us earlier in the session and taken out our weapons. But oh. who needed weapons when I had a ship that I could warp right through it, causing it to explode? Oh, man. Yep. All right. I was going to kill myself for the great glory of the Romulan Empire. Also very Romulan. I'm, I'm digging this. Yeah, it's a good story. Cisco said I was bluffing, and I warned him if he didn't give in to our demands, it would be the end for us all. Within the next few minutes, everything became a blur. I started a countdown. Cisco laughed, and I said I didn't have... I'm sorry. Cisco laughed and said, I didn't have the balls. I turned to the crew and said, what they did was for the glory of the Alpha Quadrant. And as I looked to the helmsman and said those final words, engage and warp us through the station. I heard a set of words bellow out from behind me that to this day still makes me cringe. <laughs> Remember, like I said, this was a story of betrayal. My best friend and second in command yelled out, I phaser him in the back. Oh. <laughs> Time out. Clearly not actual Star Trek fans because they would know that the Romulans use disruptors. That's absolutely <laughs> correct. Not phasers. <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. Oh, unless he was like a Federation agent? Hold in disguise? on. Keep reading, Tim. It gets better? I don't have the email, damn it. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my fucking seat. <laughs> <laughs> then I heard him say as I dropped to the floor... Belay his orders and begin firing on the Tholian vessels. What? What I didn't know was those people he brought on board were all Federation officers in disguise. <laughs> and for the entire weekend when I was cleverly making plans against the treaty, he was going behind my back and undoing them as per the goal on his character sheet. So that, my friends, is my tale. And my question to you is, have you ever experienced an epic moment of betrayal? In any of your games. Your friend, James Campbell, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. P.S. Take a drink. That is epic, Cheers. I gotta say. And you know what? That's yeah. actually, I think the beauty of a LARP is that kind of stuff can happen. Yeah. Because you really can, awesome. you're doing it such a condensed amount of time. And stuff is sort of hand waving and stuff. I've never had that happen experience in a role playing game because there's. So many of the variables. Oh, we got to pause. We got to stop. We'll come back next week, and it just—it's never yeah. played out that way. That is because it's all in one night. 
It all becomes one big blur. That's really pretty cool. See, I've been betrayed twice in a role-playing game. Really? Yeah. And was it a surprise? Uh, both times, yes. Uh, the first time was high school. Uh, Dave Dave was involved. Uh, Dave was one of the GMs. I think Stephen was the other one. We had 20 people playing in, in this dude's backyard, and we were playing Rips. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Right, it was it was a shit show. I mean, there were carnies. Oh, there I were, heard about this. Yeah. So, but oh, basically, yeah. we're it, it ends up. I mean, we nothing were, good happened. Yeah, there was nothing good happened. The mystery machine showed up, but we we ended up fighting Thor, and I was in this epic battle with Thor, and Thor was about to go down, and there was another guy that what was with us. What game are you playing? Riffs. 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 Right, right, right. It was, you said uh, that. Yeah, you it was insanity. And so everything in the in the kitchen sink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so so basically, I'm about to I'm about to take Thor out. You know, and, and Thor looks at the other guy and he's like, you know, aren't you, like, I will give you the world if you do it. And the guy looks and he looks at his character sheet and he says, well, I'm aberrant. And so he turns around and he just kills me. Oh. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, shit. Like, and so aberrant was the, you're out for yourself, you're, you know, that, yeah. kind, of, that kind of character thing. Yeah. And, and this was the guy's first time playing. So he's like, well, I'm just, I'm following the rules on my sheet, right? Playing to my disc. Yeah, exactly. Dude. And so I was like, <laughs> I was like, well played. I was a little surprised at that one. The so you underestimated the new guy. Yes, I absolutely you totally did. were like, well, he doesn't know what he's doing. Well, he's not going to do this. We're, well, Who does that? We, the way we had played is that we were always helping each other. And sure, so that idea sure. had never crossed sure, my mind that someone sure. would do yeah. that. And so when you bring new blood into the system, sure. you, get, you get a different mixture going on. So I was impressed. I, I liked it. I thought it was a good move. Um, the next time was a couple years later in D&D and um, we were playing in a group of different people and we were about to there was some there was some evil stuff going on with we didn't like it with the church and so we were having the, the final showdown the whole group final showdown with um, the archbishop at the time don't don't <laughs> shut yeah. that yeah and uh, and, and basically what had happened was uh, right as we're about to go through it all the uh, all the doors closed and everything. The archbishop he teleported out, so I don't remember all the details. But basically, our cleric had turned over and basically told the archbishop we were coming because our cleric didn't agree with us fighting against the church. And he surprised you? Yes, it was a total surprise because we're like, "What happened?" And he's like, "Yeah, I sold you guys out." So, see, I was going to say, I mean, I played the betrayer. I played Trig. Yeah, and, but I telegraphed that. I think through the entire game because he was a coward, he wasn't very good at anything, and everybody knew it was coming. But yeah. I, I timed it well enough that they that I left them in a position where they couldn't stop me. Yeah, and, and that was different because I think everybody knew it's like we, we got to keep an eye on him, we got to keep an eye on him, and and at the end they're like, God damn it, he got away with it anyway, and that's what made them mad. Yeah, which, that was which a good character one. was Trig? Was the Trig was the, Trek one? the no, this Star is Star Wars. Wars. Oh, Star Wars, I meant right, right. I meant to say Star Wars, and, yeah. and he was the Twi'lek. He was yeah, because it was Twi'lek. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I rolled up. A, a really, he had no combat skills. A really ineffectual character, basically. And I'm like, well, I'm going to play him a Twi'lek coward, right? And he was. He was like, he was Don Knotts. Yeah. And and <laughs> at, oh, the end, at the end, they're in the firefight, right? And they're fighting, and he looks around and goes, "Fuck it, I'm out." And took takes off and takes the ships and leaves them. <laughs> but but it, and and it's, we were going to do that. I know it's like I know I've been telegraphing this the entire game, and it's not like it was a surprise. It's. It's really rare to me that something like this, where you get shot in the back by somebody that is, is such a surprise. Well, that's that's the thing is that is the guy who be able to the, pull that off. The guy that played the cleric, it wasn't something that was from day one. He started with the party. That's and yeah. and he had a fundamental shift of 
well, wait, they're really doing things that, that I don't agree with, and they're actually starting to actively fight against my church. Even though, even though from our character's perspective, the church was absolutely doing wrong. Sure. He, he didn't buy into that. But, and, then, and you guys just completely ignored no. the fact that he was having an existential crisis? Well, yeah, because he wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> giving it up. Like, the, like yeah. that yeah. really... Yeah. And, and, I mean, some of the role-playing may have been... You know, in hindsight, you're like, oh, yeah, maybe he did. Yeah, it, yeah so, so it, was, it was really... I was pissed. I was pissed. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, when you get betrayed like that, and and as a note, if you do get betrayed by surprise, be cool, man. Yeah. Be cool, that, because because yeah. it makes for a great story, and the other players are like, oh, no, I that mean, happened. It, it, but it sucks. Yeah, it, it no, sucks. it does. You get attached to your character. Yeah. Yeah. No, I we played vampire game, which probably if you don't get betrayed in vampire, not you're doing it wrong. Right? Not playing the game yeah. right. Yeah. But we had. But you see that coming in November because you're expecting no, it. No, I didn't though. Ooh. Not this one because this was yeah. my. Yeah, I knew this character had their own agenda, but I had an aspiration on my sheet from day one that I wanted to be the kingmaker because we opened with our prince being offed, um, and so I had played this long con the whole game for an entire year and I knew who I was looking out for and I knew who uh, I had kind of had to work and use my lovely majesty on and all that stuff uh, but I, there was a character that was going after this kind of other thing the whole game and then seriously halfway through our last session right before you're about ready to unveil yeah. your machinations right before we went to the Elysium uh. to be like this is. is our new prince. Uh, totally offs my prince. The guy that I had maneuvered wow. to put in position the whole time. Nice. And who I stopped from killing the, the PC. Another, was, it, was it another PC or was it an NPC? It was an NPC that I had maneuvered. Seems a little dickish. Well, no, 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 no. It was an NPC. That the, the prince was the NPC. Prince, the, the PC prince betrayed me. The PC is the one that betrayed me. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. But it was just, like you said, it was like, Everything I had worked for a year, yeah. but it actually made where, like you said, be cool about it or think about it for two seconds because you're like totally flabbergasted. But then it makes the cool ending that you don't expect. Yeah. To and, and the other players now have because mm-hmm. you got to think you're in service to the story as well. I mean, yep. it sounds awful, but I mean, that's the way actors view it. Is that I'm in service to the story. Hundred you know, percent. They show up and I'm like, yeah. oh, my character dies after the second page. Well, nice working with you yep. all. But they sh- they show up and they do that thing and they make the best death scene ever. But that's kind of what you have to do, I think. Be cool, yeah. man. You got outmaneuvered or you got surprised. Yeah. Um, and it's not it's not on you. It's it's and it's not, it's just that's the way these games work yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It's yeah. it's cool that that happens. Most of the time, you can see the be- the betrayal. Like like with Trig, that was that was telegraphed all the way from the beginning. Just they they took my they took their eyes off me for a brief time and yeah. I fucked them over. Yeah. But but it wasn't Those make awesome it, stories. It, it, and they do. Yeah. And those are the stories you talk about later. Yep. It's on the receiving end of being betrayed. To be fair, I didn't kill anybody, but but uh, yeah. on the <laughs> receiving end of being betrayed, you it, just left us to die on it, the planet. It can suck. It, Almost killed everybody. Ship. Well, yeah, but you weren't sure of that when you left. I did. I made sure. I knew. Uh, I'd already talked to the GM, but I knew. You guys, oh. you guys all had to cram into, into Darth yeah. Anon's ship, right? And almost at the same time that you did that betrayal, yeah. I almost suffered my betrayal. With, That's yeah. right. Because well, Stu was going to shoot So, you. Well, hold on. So oh. Dave was almost going to betray the party by flipping to the side. And then Stu was almost going to kill Dave, Dave and betray. Yeah, right. there was just like you created yeah. the human That's centipede awesome. of betrayal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> human centipede of betrayal. And, and, and so I leave them, and all of a sudden their agenda changed. They're like, well, now we got to get Trig. But 
completely forgetting that yep. Stu was going to shoot you in the back. That's anyway. awesome, though. That's yeah. a fantastic story. That was a good story. Chat room uh, had applause. That was good. Yep. That is a great. That, yeah. And Love again, I think email. that can only happen in that small time compressed space. Because if you stop and think about it, you start putting pieces together. You go, wait a minute, I don't even know these guys. How did I? And it, it really has to happen over the course of Ooh. that four, five, six, seven, eight hours. That's a so. Huge I got to share this email. I'll get us rolling. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's an awesome story. So thank you for sharing yeah. your story of betrayal that will stay with you until the end. Crazy ass story. Who's next to read? Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? Start start I'll start it. Yeah. But I'm going to hand it. over and we can. It's like for repair just There's, long. There may be. Dudes, I'm serious. The West Coast is being taken. No, it's a dog. Um, Throwing itself at the yes. at the studio. There, there are. It looks like there are parts in here. Yeah. There are crazy oh, I'll read it for you guys if you want. It's a do, you, do you need something you need to do? <laughs> Let Gina do that. Yeah, right. Gina it. hasn't read it. Okay. Read yet. But I'll read hand it. off. Read okay. it yet. Too long. Good reader. Too long of a story ten. about gaming table discomfort. Uh, from oh, Kylie. Oh, this is the one I was interested in. So oh, okay. I'm going to hand yeah. off and I'm going to hand no, off. No, no, okay, I'm ready? Gaming table discomfort. Which this kind of discomfort is it? Disclaimer. You're going to hand off? Writing this late, I can read more words than five. I'm good to read more than five. Uh, writing this late at night on sleeping pills. I attempted proofreading, but I honestly can't tell. I don't know why I'm doing that. Okay. Yeah. Can't tell if this makes any sense. Long-time listener, second-ish time writer. The last time I wrote was in, like, season four or five. Wow. Uh, I think I asked for Savage Worlds advice from Jib at some point, too. Were you on sleeping pills then, too? In the why would you do that? No, yeah, I'm kidding. It was I'm in, kidding. in the, in the alternate plane of don't, reality. Yeah, don't kill me from Starbucks. Savage Worlds being the best game. We're gonna hear like pop, 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 up the street and Jib sits there and listens to us while we're well, like or the door to the studio is going to open and like a steamy hot cup of coffee is going <laughs> to hit you in the face. My face it burns. We're going to be like it burns. No one expected that betrayal. A unicorn. It's a unicorn. Not even. So I'm writing in with what I am hesitant to call a gaming horror story and what I am not hesitant to call a question. Question. Uh, I'm not sure if horror is the right way to describe it, as I really it's more of a gaming discomfort story. That's a new classification. I'm liking that. Thumbs up for me. It makes me uncomfortable. A gaming discomfort story. Anyway, here is my issue. Gesundheit. Someone may. <laughs> Thank you. I learned Take gaming over. on a reskin of the Victoriana system. I prefer Savage Worlds if I am GMing, mostly because I can handle basically anything and I use a homebrew setting. Other than that, I'm learning, struggling with GURPS. And I'm yeah. familiar with several others. I guess I could say I lean towards the hippie games. Another GM friend of mine invited me to play in his Star Wars game, which I, not getting to play hardly ever, jumped on eagerly. I've played and enjoyed FFG, which stands for, what is it? Fantasy Flight Game Star Wars. But that's, this the, that's the... I rolled three Cannes Film Festival yes. awards <laughs> and... <laughs> Couple uh, yeah. And a couple of explosions. There's a horde symbol in there. And I don't know yeah. what. Uh, yeah, I'm aware. But this campaign was set. Uh, oh, this campaign was run in Saga Edition. Oh yeah, which we played. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like D20 rules. In D20 system, <laughs> and moving on, he clarifies it. In the D20 system, I don't know why, but I have an immediate dislike for 20-sided dice and the systems they use. Them screw consistent five percent chance of crit fails or. 
Always rolling 20s. Awesome. That's only a problem for you. Yeah, fuck face. you. Yeah. Roll really? Really? I rolled 20s. Oh, only rolling 20s. Really? Yeah. yeah. Dropping mad 20s. Don't play Risk with that fucker. <laughs> I also roll sixes. That's a 20-year wow. rule for me. So our, game start, so our game starts with the Rebel crew. I'll come in again. Oh, so Jesus. our game starts with our Rebel crew flying over an Imperial colonized planet. A pilot's miss. Two of six piloting checks and crashes into the planet, destroying all of our supplies. Sounds like trig. We land in a desert with enough water and rations for three days. Yeah, you're fine. Side note, the GM described our ship. We were flying in a way that made it seem to be about uh, 10 feet wide, 100 feet long, and 100 feet tall. What the heck kind of stupid ship did they send us out with? The whole table asked. My character was an old Bothan sniper, like, you know, like they are, seeking... It was the Borg cube is what it was. It was really like a more Borg rectangle, I think. A Bothan sniper uh, seeking political asylum after killing a Bothan prince who was consorting with the Empire. Naturally, I take my rifle and climb our stupidly tall ship to get a better vantage point. I see what looks like a green area and mountains one direction and a small military complex on the other. How far away are the two areas? The complex is about a two-day hike and the mountains are about five days away. I can see dang far, I guess. So we have to go to the complex? Why? We'll die of dehydration. Obviously, the the plot is that way. Complex. (laughs) So we decided to leave in the morning. During the night, we uh, were attacked by panthers because we weren't moving towards the plot fast enough. <laughs> now I play a rebel officer, but not a commander. Our commander dies in the crash, so we have no leader. I decided to take charge, since I have seniority. The NPC medical officer has a problem with that and stands to take command when we try to leave them and the wounded ship. I shoot him in the leg because this adds. Damn. See? Wow. You'll only slow us down. <laughs> You I'll shut him in the leg and I'll skim the 40 minute awesome. argument that ensued. Anyway, we reach the complex. We set up camp about two miles out, scout the perimeter. We find some obvious blind spots where we can approach the complex later. We wait for nightfall and lure a few stormtroopers into the ambush. Easy battle. This is where I start having an issue with the system itself. I want the stormtrooper chest piece in the gauntlets. You can't. Why? It doesn't work with your armor class. It wouldn't add anything to you. I'm wearing a cloth uniform. How? They got you. They have the high alert. <laughs> We're a mile away It's pitch black How did they hit uh, and kill, by the way, our tank? They're good snipers At this point, everyone almost Unanimous Unilaterally Unanimously 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 Screw it And the seven hour session ended I found out later that I was not the only pissed off person at the table. It was just more vocal. I was then invited <laughs> to play another Savage Worlds game. I made a character I was very happy with and then informed that we were switching to D&D 5e. Why? D20 splashbacks hit me and I was at war. Uh, like a war vet. It's so much better. No. No, it isn't. You are wrong and new <laughs> and dumb. <laughs> oh, did you run this, Tim? I did. Yeah, but I complied. Idea. We played and it was fun. And I couldn't help but imagine how much better it could have been in the other system. So, I'm done storytelling, but could someone please play devil's advocate for me and just sell me the idea of a D20 system? Why would anyone prefer D20? I'm sure there is a good reason. What advantage is there to running in a D20 system 
of use of setting a Gnostic system or any other system. I didn't mean to ramble so long. Sorry about that. Keep it up. The show is really great. Most of the jamming has been learned through hearing you, how you handle situations at the table. Kaylee on the forum. Kylie on the forum. Whatever it is. P.S. Drink. Drink. P.S. Drink. I want Dave to read me stories at night. Mm-hmm. Such a great narrator voice. Oh, you should have read this. Me? Aww. Aww. I don't have a you gotta, you gotta, voice. You got a good voice. No, you do the, you do the deep sometimes. Yeah, when you're like, when you're like, turn on me. I mean, you're a princely yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Most of the time, you just sound like so, a jerk. So sell them on <laughs> D20, although I don't think you're going to be able to because you already came out against it. But go ahead and... Go oh, ahead I and like D20. Go I like D20 a lot. Um, I think that, that if I'm... If I'm going to be here until 1130. If yeah. I'm yeah. looking... Yeah. What? I'll be back in 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> Turn the mics down. I like the... Um, or actually, listening to this, I like D20, <laughs> but then again, I like I like most systems. There's very few too. systems that I haven't come yeah. across. Sometimes that you I, just want to get your D20 on. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, t- Dave and I are notorious for running bad systems, yep. and we look at them and they're dumb, but we still have fun with it, right? But it's not necessarily. <coughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. How's that puberty going? <laughs> yeah, you sounded like me. That was adorable. <laughs> Tom's daughter Nova earlier said Rob looked like he was twelve. Yeah. Yeah. I think she wanted to know how she could get a spot because she's like it. that boy's twelve. <laughs> I'm eight. I'll take I it. I can do it. I'll take it. No. Right. Um. I, what the fuck was I going to say? I freaked I myself out. I freaked Captain out a little bit. One different. The different D20's funky right. system. Oh no, funky system. I talked about stupid systems. Oh, oh, the games that we choose to play aren't necessarily that they're bad games. It's just that they're dated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. You yeah. know, Top Secret was a great game when it came out, but man, it's but crunchy. It is not optimized to modern thinking. No, no. Yeah, Rifts. The actual rules yeah. to Rifts is are amazing. No, I don't understand <laughs> what you're talking about. That's Terrible. like they did the RuneQuest Kickstarter like last year, last Christmas or something like that. Yeah. Uh, they re-released second edition of RuneQuest. I was like, "Oh my god, this is great! I grew up on that. It's awesome! I can't wait for it." Yeah, I read through it. And you're like, "Sweet Jesus!" I'm like, "Oh my god, how did I play <laughs> yeah. this? There's so many uh, rules. It's yeah. so crunchy. It's yeah. just it's trash, but oh. it's trash you love." <laughs> um, but my my like, my yeah. problem with this, in in the way that that Kaylee um, laid it out, is not a problem with the system. I don't know. At the end, it looked like a KJ. Kylie? Kylie? Kylie. Kylie, thank you. Kylie. The, the way that Kylie laid it out, it's not a system problem. The GM may, may be a very nice person. Yeah. But but if, if, if you approach me with the complex of, I want the store to chess piece and gauntlets. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to say you can't. Yeah. I'm going to say, okay, cool. Yeah. They're highly specialized pieces of yeah. armor. You can kind of squeeze in a little bit. You can kind of do this. You're you're a little awkward yep. about yep. it. Um, oh, mechanically, paper, me- mechanically, you know, I may give you like a plus one, yeah. but you're gonna be negative on stealth. You know, yeah. or yeah. or there's some there's some repercussion, right? That's not a D twenty problem. You can have yeah, that problem you know. in almost yeah. any system, yeah. right? It's it, the D twenty. At the end of the day, it comes down to you like, and I know Stu hates it, but do you like the flat probability curve? Right. Right. I I like it. I don't have a problem with it because guess what? You've got a chance to roll anything on that damn dice, and it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Like I don't care about curves and and anything else like that. I it's too much behind the curtain. Just give me some dice. Let me roll yep. what I'm gonna roll, and nine times out of ten, I'll succeed. Unlike Tim's parents, because you're good at D and D. Oh, 
bitch. <laughs> well, uh, and okay, so oh. that, that, that does bring up an argument. I'm gonna I'm gonna involve Tim, which is if you've spent enough money on dice and really cool d20s, you yes. want to play with them. Hell yeah. And, yeah. And there is there is something intrinsically cool about that d20. Yes. There is. D20s are cool. Do a decahedron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As much and as I like the D four, and then the rest of the uh, the uh, plutonic, you know, you, you mean, forms. You mean the Caltrop? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it is. It <laughs> yes. is still just yes. a pyramid. You know. Yeah. That D twenty is pretty, pretty awesome. There is nothing like rolling that D twenty, watching it bounce yeah. around because they do tend yeah. to roll. Oh yeah, they kind of round, do. right? And then watching it land on that twenty. It's almost yeah. like and, and or one. I'm not being or one. It really is. It's almost sweaty. like a game of roulette. Everybody watches, yeah. and you oh, watch yeah. that thing. It takes a while to settle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's and it's it's one of the more fun dice to roll. But again, this is that's all that has nothing to do with any of the system stuff that, that no, they're complaining about. Like anything, it's, it's a just yeah, it's a randomizer. You could have the same thing like like this this very the the things that that they're talking about in this email could have happened. Regardless of system, yep. it oh, seemed definitely. to me just GM. GM may be a nice guy. It seemed like GM may yeah. have been having a bad day. GM may have been in the wrong mindset. GM may have been very narrowed and focused. I, that's what I'm wondering if there was stuff that was going to happen because it was just going to happen. Yeah, because they're routed in a certain yeah. direction because they only had certain rations. Yeah. and mm-hmm. they got spotted and they're like, uh, you know, well, but the, but the but the GM yeah. did straight up. Murder ball the the, yeah. the Wookie with the no Chewbacca. the Charbaca you know, the, the Charbaca. Charbaca. Well, he was after he got shot <laughs> he by the sniper. Crispy Charbaca. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, like I don't. That's always been one of my favorite things I think I've ever seen online is that like somebody made a fake classic Kenner action figure blister pack mm-hmm. for like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. the burnt skeleton. Like, oh, hot damn, if that was real, I would buy it in the heartbeat. <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I've, I've come to the conclusion that regardless of whatever system I'm playing in, I'm determined to have fun. And yeah, sometimes I push the system a bit, but yeah. Yeah. I, the, the, the fun of a game system doesn't come down to the randomizer for me. Yeah. It could be a 2D6. Yeah. 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 It could be a card flip. It could be a D20. It can be percentile. Now, I, I understand you know the frustration of leveling with percentile dice, and I understand the, the flat percentage curve with it with a d20. But you know what? All dice have their curves. Even two d6 yeah. have a flat. I mean, it, it, it's it really comes down to the fact is how much fun are you going to be able to have yep. playing within those parameters? And that's uh, that's that's your trip, man. Yep. Yeah. 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 Totally. You, you should be able to have fun totally. regardless of what you're doing. And sometimes you can push those parameters. I actually. It's something I've been thinking about, which is one of the things about Apocalypse World that kind of bothers me is, is it's so open-ended, I don't, I, I can almost <laughs> do anything. I kind of like to have a, a rule set that I can then rebel against or push. You want your box. Change, I, or I want, I want like, you know, don't cross this line, or, or, or here's, a, here's a parameters, and I want to, s- I want to play within that. Yeah. Well, Vampire, for instance, you want to bite somebody, it tells you exactly well, how to bite somebody. If Apocalypse World, you're like... How do you feel about biting it? Yeah, well, no, no, but it's not. It's not. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. It's can I bite someone? Well, sure, you can bite someone. Can I run over and grab them? And and you know, I, I mean, I rolled. I rolled a twelve. Can I run over and grab them and turn them upside down and bite them on their ankle? Well, sure, you can do that. But there's no specific rule that says that. It's because you get. You just get to 
through right. that. Am I right? Yeah. And, and yeah. In, in many ways, I want I want the mm, you want no, cold, you didn't. Cold and I want shot ankle. Yeah, you you want yeah. Sort of. Like I sort of kind of want defense yeah. resist. But I also kind of want to be surprised. I'm like, oh shit, I fucked up. Now no, now I've got to go. Up. Like now, what do I do? Now you what do I do? You can still stork it. I, 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 you yeah. can 100 no, no. percent still stork it. I know. I I get that. But part of part of the thing is less than six, right? Yeah, six or less. But six or less. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I can play any game with a randomizer. It's not the <laughs> randomizer is not the deal breaker for me. But but I, it's uh, I I like the you said box, but it's you uh, like having at least you like you want the outline. You want, you want yeah. Maybe you want forty acres, but yeah. you still like there to be a little barbed wire fence so your cow doesn't wander here, off into here, the neighbor. Okay, here. so here's the thing: uh, if I'm painting a painting, I'm still working with paints, mm-hmm. right? Gun smoke, right? Uh, and and if I'm uh, and I can paint all kinds of different paintings, but if you say to me, I want a painting of myself, do a portrait, mm-hmm. that's a whole different kind of painting than just tell me whatever you want. Whatever you paint will be great. That's not what I, I mean. I'm like, I really want to do a portrait of you, but if you just don't, just, here's a box with a smiley face, and here you go. Then no. You're not talking about like something, and I'm not being trying to be insulting, but you're not talking about something unique. There's a lot of people who prefer. Structure in their RPG yes. rule system. That's systems. what I was going to yeah. say. And I think you're looking for totally fine. I think in a way I, I do. I think yeah. in a way because because I, I like to be surprised by my yeah. failures or successes. And I think when it's too open ended, it's almost like I just then dictate what my success is going to be. Yeah, I get it. There's still a randomizer. I'm not. I'm not. I, yeah, I, it's no, not I, a blanket I, statement, or it is a blanket statement. It is it's a blanket a statement. But it's erroneous, but it's a blank yes. statement. <laughs> You're wrong. You're totally wrong. You can't but erroneous. <laughs> no, but is I, this written by a lawyer? I think that you are talking Call about more crazy. like what Tim is talking about, that you want more mechanical yes. tonnage with your you want there to be ways that you yeah. Like more structure, more mechanics Consequences? No, but that comes out of that comes out of the yeah. structure. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes, right. Yeah. So, so you, while you're saying consequences, it's it's that's the overlay, right? Your your foundation is going to be is going to be the mechanical structure, like Gina's talking about, right? You want like whereas the the apocalypse world you brought up, it's very nebulous. In the seven to nine, you succeed, but something goes wrong. Like you want the tell me what you tell you, me what you want wrong. the if I'm if I'm climbing I fucking fall and I take this much damage yeah. and yeah. I know like this Gerbs, is going to happen. Like you know. Yeah. You, you get punished for, for if I if I fail the stealth roll I'm getting shot by the sniper and I'm going to die. Yeah. You know. Before <laughs> before story games and narrative game before that was a a term that was thrown around in this in this hobby that one of the bigger debates was always rules light games. Yeah. Versus rules heavy or and I don't want to say this on this podcast, crunchy. but I'm saying it anyway. Crunchy games, yes. And and you just tend to the more rules heavy or crunchy side of things because you want that structure in the game. Uh, that's which is funny because yeah, you no usually ask about, about the same rule even after you've been playing the game for twenty <laughs> sessions. Well, many times it's for the podcast. <laughs> know, but yes, I know. I know. And, I, and you give me shit. crap about it, but then when you listen to, you're like, "What's going on? We're stork to explain it." No, I you were going to bring up something from the chat room. No, uh, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> talking a very good point. Um, the the focus of the the okay, I don't know, okay. con- constraint fuels design brilliance for us. All right, and I get that. Like having a rule set that that pens you into something. It does make a difference to to your creative mind. Like you're like, okay, well, if this is the thing that we all agree, on, 
And I have a very similar experience. I have some friends that have played uh, like a play-by-email role-playing game for years. The vampire one? No, this is a whole different thing. And like it, like they talked about it, and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds awesome." And then they sent me some information about it, and I was like, "F no, I am out. Uh-huh. I cannot deal with this. Like, I just say shit, and it's true. Like, no, no. give me some rule yeah. set that is a constraint yeah. to what I can do, and I, I'm on board. I need laws of gravity. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. I need well, the, the, the physics actually still needs to work. <laughs> but the thing is. That's not a problem. That's just your preference. You yeah. tend to right. like those games. Absolutely. No, that's it. Yes, I, I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't I asking. I don't. I don't. I, I'm not. Don't, don't give him permission don't, to like what he likes. Don't be my apologist. <laughs> don't patronize me and hands <laughs> Yes, I am. Hey, that's hey, what hey, this is hey, 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 hey. Where does a mansplainer get his water from? Uh, oh well, well actually, actually. Oh, well actually, yeah. <laughs> I, I think there is probably for for nice. not necessarily you, but people who prefer that too. There is sometimes derived satisfaction from being able to exploit those things. So yeah. that if you feel yes. like you have, I figured out a way to make what I want to have happen yes. through this lens. Yeah, I think it's awesome. where if it's too, it's so open ended, it doesn't feel maybe for some fo- folks like it's as much. Oh, it's I could. Exp- yeah, yeah. yeah. I, if it's too open ended, I'm like, I'm, I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm gonna make a magic staircase and ascend to the top of the chapel. Uh, and I rolled a twelve. <laughs> okay, yeah, you I, do that. Yeah, I think Casey and Tappy. Oh, yeah. are very much that type. Yeah. they want that structure there so they can figure out how to break how it. to break how it, to it. Yeah. and how to how to win it and how to yeah. how to make or things happen in the game. That how to tweak it exactly right but, so yeah. that I can do everything yeah. I want. We're going far afield off the twenty the, the, the D20 we totally thing. Oh. We're, we're no, just, but that's interesting. But it's it part is an of interesting topic. And, uh, but but, uh, but uh, I, I think with D20, what a lot of people hate about it is that it's, it is very structured and 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 but not enough. There's it's not structured enough. You got the whole you know uh, uh, Thaco. You've got uh, ex- extrapolated armor classes. You've got you know classes that can you know mm-hmm. how come I can't use a shield? Yeah. How come I can't use a sword? Because you're a cleric. I mean all of that stuff that's that's in a. See, but that's not D twenty though. No, that's, no, I that's, guess that's well, Star Wars or that's D and D or that's class like yeah, like it's it's yeah. it's not the inherent. Randomizer, to your point, right? Yes. So, so I'm going to take. It's inherent in those systems, though. It's inherent in those settings. It's inherent. He's right. It's inherent in those, in those settings. I'm trying to think of a setting where it doesn't say, "Okay, I can use martial weapons, simple weapon." Like, what's a D20 that is more? You Dead can lines? wear armor. You can't oh, no, wear armor. What's the, what's the what's combat the, casting what's versus the, a, a, a burp? Basic rolling burps. I can't think of any yeah, off the top of my head, but there's tons of them. There are okay. especially that came out during the you know the the, Open, the D20 plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think basic role playing is basically a, a, a D20 game system. No, it's sort BRP of is a percentile. Yeah. That's the Chaosium system. Then it's not be a basic role. What's in the other one? What's the other? There's another one that's a D20. It's basically an open ended D20. System. Anyway, uh, I don't know. So oh, I'm, I'm sure okay. the chat room will jump in. No, never mind. That's that's role. That's that's. Well, look at it. Nobody has yet. So yeah, but I know. but, I but it take take the example of the Deserts of Despair game that we just finished, and so so this is a good. Um, example for Kylie to kind of go back and listen is that I think it's KJ Lay. Yeah, because I think at the Lay? end it I don't looked know, like a dude. K and initially it looked it's like, like, like Kylie when we did with the original name. Yeah. Anyway. It's pronounced like Spanish. It might have been EJ and it's sorry. Kylie. Yeah, apologies. Kylie. 
Hola, chicas. KJ, but my, uh, the thingy was kind of light on the J. So it's KJ Lee. KJ Lee. KJ Lee. So, Bub, um, what you can do is Bubsy. go back into Desert Despair and listen to how uh, Jason, uh, at probably fine on the, or at it's probably okay on Twitter, yeah. How he does it, because what he did is he, if we wanted to do something cool, or if we wanted to do something, he would talk it out, he would explain his reasoning, he would explain his rationale, and we would be able to adjust. And there was an open conversation of, well, there are constraints yep. being put on you in this situation, here are the constraints, now I can see a situation where XYZ would happen. And he was very open to that and very open to the idea. And there was a conversation that happened between what we were trying to accomplish and what the structure of the rules dictated. Mm -hmm. And again, that's setting rules. That's not necessarily, you know, those. But, but it was super helpful and it was super nice because that allowed us to be part of the conversation when it came to making rules because we were, to Stork's point, kind of pushing on some of those rules a little bit for what we wanted to do with our characters. Or even in that moment for combat or for whatever it was, um, right? So, so for example, example, instead of just saying uh, you can't pick up the the stormtrooper armor, why yeah. not? Because that's just not the way it works. Yeah, that's yeah, that's because right. it's the stormtrooper Trooper. armor of yeah. Thor. Yeah, or that or, would be now. See, if it was made after out of mechanically, Mjolnir. it won't change your armor Mjolnir. class. I mean, because because Jason basically sat there and described to you like what, but he put it in game terms rather yes. than. Well, because it's not going to change your AC much, so why would you do that? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you know, you know what? Even if it doesn't, I just want to wear Stormtrooper armor because it looks cool. It looks well, yeah. and, and that's so what I would have a Stormtrooper chest piece because that looks badass. And that's yeah. what I would have said. Here's the other thing, though, is that, is that the GM's not completely in the wrong here. No. Because, because he, she, they, whoever wrote the email says, uh, uh, why won't it give me some kind of bonus? You know, so they were looking for a mechanical advantage. Well, first of all, it's a stormtrooper armor. Have you ever? And it's made by the well, the worst contractors on the planet. Yeah. And stormtroopers are you not. don't get a negative, <laughs> right. right? You put that thing up, but that's but that's uh, I would have been my thing, which is you really want to wear stormtrooper armor, the crappiest armor in the galaxy. All right, dude, go for it. It's well, actually stormtrooper armor of laser attraction. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> but my thing, my thing would have been like, oh, okay, cool. You're able to put it on, so you 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 know, from afar, you'll look like a stormtrooper, so you kind of blend in. But you're not going to get, you know, there's no bonus because it doesn't fit you. Or something like that, yeah. right? But they were looking just for the mechanics of it. And I'm like, well, let's take a step back and what can we do for the story right, and that's as opposed Jason to did, the mechanics. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that there's ways to, to play around within that. And again, within that structure, you're, you're, you don't have to be completely limited by the fact that, well, it's not going to change your armor class any, so no. You can play around for the story's sake. Say, if you want to wear Stormtrooper armor, go for it. Yeah. And you can yeah. do a quick look and go, all right, it changes your armor class by one. That's yeah. it. But by one less. But if that's what you want to do, go for it. Yeah. Or you can say, well, technically you can't wear that armor, but it's broken. Uh, it's got a big blazer blast in it. Yeah, go ahead. It just looks awesome. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to let you keep your same armor class. You're just wearing this. Yeah. It's not going to affect the game, and it makes your player feel awesome. You're yeah. walking around yeah. wearing blazer blast and Stormtrooper armor. You haven't you haven't broken your game. You haven't broken yeah. the rules. You just let him put on this thing so he can keep going. And I think that's the point that I think we're all trying to make, which yeah. is, regardless of the randomizer, regardless of the system, there's yeah. ways to make this stuff work without it, yeah. without you betraying the system, the game, or the randomizer. Yeah, yep. yeah, solid. Solved. <laughs> Next case. If Tim's having fun, you're doing <laughs> it wrong. 
Yeah. No, I don't think that's the way that works. Yeah, if Tim's having no. fun, you're doing it wrong. I don't think that's right. That's, that's it. We're RPG done. RPG slogan. That's not right. I don't We're think done. that's, I don't that's, think that's yeah. right. Uh, right. We are uh, ascend healing stuff towards uh, Mr. Yep. Stu. Master Stewart. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Get better, dude. Uh, Direct your moat salt, mineral is supposed to be Sunday. done with Sunday. its hiatus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Sunday. Big teaser. It's coming back. June 4th, Sam's. 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. Yeah. All right, man. In how Spelly many days, Tim? Tim? See Dave? Oh, it's in two days. Two days. And I don't believe that Scully's not going to come back. I don't believe it. I think it's a big setup. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. I'm not buying it. Gina, reset it. Yeah. How many days? Two days. Hey, when you and Kazay are together, is it two days? It is. It is, oddly enough. (laughs) We multiply ourselves up. Oh, yeah. Shut up. Sir Sir Guido made these for us. Show your cool things. Oh, yeah. Thank you, dude. Thank you, man. I, You're I, so crafty I, and awesome. I owe, this is the I right owe, way, right? All oh, right, oh, yeah, right. And I'll I owe Sir Guido a little bit. A little higher. A little higher. Just a little higher. Just a little higher. Yeah. So he's got, and then there. I've got the back and then, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Now right. you show your foot. I, I owe Sir Guido a bit of an apology. Oh, and here's the inside. Oh, dude, that's cool. Nice. I, and yeah. as as you said, it should have all, all been one. Yeah, he does. Awesome. He, he yeah. does it all. He does all this great stuff. Are they have little yeah, fucking nameplates on them. <laughs> he's crafty. He's just thank you, man. But Sir Guido, yeah. I, I owe you an apology. Sir Guido sent me these to give to everyone as part of my Christmas gift. But this is the first time I've been up here since yeah. then. I I haven't real life. Tim's yeah, a slacker, but not this time. Real life, <laughs> I ju- I have not been able to get up here to give them to For anyone. Forever. So. I gave out a couple of them at the con over the weekend, and then I brought the rest up here. As soon Full as I on biting, man. It's pretty awesome. And but they are yeah, really rad, crazy. and uh, next time and I'll beautiful. bring my Christmas gift. It's too good for me to actually do anything with, although mine's got a stain on it already. Did I do that? I probably did. Is it a one? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do <laughs> with it, because I'm not going to write side. in it. Yeah. I'm going to... I don't. I know what you did. It. It's, it's supposed to be for keeping notes and stuff. <laughs> I'm going to keep notes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write down all the games I play. There you go. Oh, oh, that's a good idea. And like what your character oh, was. Character just a little, just a little yeah. like a one paragraph on every game I play. Oh, that's like super cool. Damn, fine idea. Speaking, that's a very good idea. Speaking of the Drizman stuff, did you ever share your portrait on the forum? I don't know. No. I don't know if I did. Okay. You did not. SB Lloyd waiting. Oh, and you should probably well, share your Christmas gift okay. too. The whole the whole progression yeah. on that. Yeah. That, no, was, that was pretty that. cool. Because other people might get. It. Oh yeah. <clears throat> oh, okay. You could probably maybe just share the first thing you got, or maybe like part of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So moat on Sunday, mm-hmm. masks on Monday, yeah. eight o'clock. So I think masks will I, be and back. And I think they're skipping the. It's every other weekend. Every other for week. The prime time. Yep. Yeah, so no prime time this Wednesday, but hopefully the Wednesday after. And Kimmy, if you're watching, do we do all right? Do we look good? She hasn't been in the chat. Okay. I saw Happy Jack's live in there. So. Oh, that was Gina. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm okay. on. And that's it. One. We're done. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Dave, Bye. Stork, yeah. Rob, Tim. Tim. Good night. Gina. 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 Good job. Gina. Gina. Bye, everybody. Are we we're doing Bye, Dr. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Australia and maybe East Timor.